2: Love our passion.
1: Hi, I'm Matt, and I'm Bowen, and we want to introduce you
0: a Tina chicken menu at Taco Bell.
1: Look, man. Oh, I see. Wow. Oh, my. Bowen, look over there. Wow, is that Ooh. culture? Uh, yes. Oh goodness. Oh, wow. yeah. Las Culturistas. Ding dong. Las Culturistas calling La Culturista still. Bowen is still on break. But that's okay for today because I've actually got two people in the studio, two heads, to not only do an episode of Lost Cult, but to also answer the question why are you single? Oh. Um. I think that question is going to be pointed at me, and maybe we'll even point it back at them, because that's what we do here at Lost Coach. We sort of, of course, we have conversations, but we point it back at you. The readers, we're going to point it back at the guests. And by point it back, I mean the question, not anything you could point at someone. One of my guests is opening their mouth wide, um, sort of making a very crass um, allusion to, mm. mm-hmm, maybe mm-hmm. me pointing my <laughs> penis <panice> over <laughs> towards him. I had an ex-boyfriend who called penises penis and um, I didn't like it. Yeah, still together. (laughs) I feel like we we are not currently together. I'm single, and like I said, we're gonna get to the bottom of that. I saw the show that my guests today are producing and hosting, respectively, the other day at the Elysian here in LA, and I had a time. It's a wild show. It's what they call one of those shows to watch. They're gonna be hitting it. Hard actually tonight at the Bell House in Brooklyn. If you are around, I do believe the show will be sold the fuck out. But you know, check, but check. And by check, I mean, of course, get on the website. But also, you know what? If you're in the downtown area of Brooklyn, if you're in the greater Gowanus area, (laughs) roll through if you're in the greater Gowanus. And that's actually a real culture. If you're in the greater Gowanus area, roll through the bell house. You never know what's happening there. You never know what amazing comedians, both established and upcoming, are going to be there sort of rolling the dice, seeing, hey, does this work? Um, What I'll tell you what works is this show, Why Are You Single? Like I said, I had the best time. And I have two guests both returning to the show. Many things have changed in both their lives since they last were on the show. I mean, we'll get into it. But what hasn't changed is the charisma, uniqueness, nerve, and talent that both (laughs) of them possess. Oh, God. They both possess (laughs) Kant. And I am very excited to welcome back the Las Culturistas, Dave Mazzoni, and Marie Faustin, everybody. Wow. wow.
4: An introduction.
1: <laughs> Let me tell you something. <laughs> I was they, sweating. They said he's not going to be able to do intros by himself. I said, watch me, bitch. I said, watch me try to land the plane every time I start speaking. Into now, the you, Hudson, Yeah, did you it. Did you rehearse that? No. You just had off the dome. That's sort of what makes me a dynamic podcast host. Oh, yeah. Wow. That's which is my new line. Mm-hmm. I'm never really sure when I start a sentence if the plane's going to land.
2: Oh, but, as a but, passenger, we were buckled in, <laughs> and Marie and I were saying our final words to one another, but it's so nice to have landed in the Hudson. Where are the life rafts? We, well,
1: we're jumping into the waters of Lost Culture now. You guys, the show was so fun. We had a blast. I've
2: never done a show at Elysian before. Actually, you either, Marie, right?
4: Uh, No, when I got there, I was like, oh, wow. Benny.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm still that person in L.A. just because I perform so much less here live that I'm not exactly sure what everything is called. Like, And I also don't know what still exists. after Right. The pandemic. I don't know the
4: name of places. But yeah. I'm, I'm like that with people, too. I don't know. I don't remember your face. <laughs> I'm definitely not going to remember
2: your name. I have a very bad memory. Blame it on the whee. I think I, I do as well. Matt, you're pretty good at that.
1: I'm okay. But I will say that, like, there are times now where, especially, like, in the age of Instagram where you want to look someone up, like someone that you talked to or DM'd at a certain point, or like maybe someone that you met, and you're like, "Oh, that guy was really cute." What's? Oh my god, I don't know their name. Right. It was like, like that's a new phenomenon.
4: You're like, I think it starts with a C.
1: It's for sure like something in the area of Chris. And you're never right. You're never right.
2: My thing is, I've I've introduced myself to people like six times over. And they're like, we've met before we've met.
1: Well, this is a this is a big controversy. It's that thing of like, if you have met the person, are you that person that says we've met or do you just let it roll off your back?
4: Oh, everybody knows that I'm not going to remember them (laughs) unless you did something memorable. Like, did you shit your pants in front of me? Are you really, really fine? Mm -hmm. Like, did you Did
2: you
4: pay for the table? Like, I don't. I'm probably not going
1: to remember you. Defecation <laughs> or did you pay for the table? <laughs> yeah. Did you shit in front of me or did, or did you cover the check? Did you cover I remember check? both things forever.
2: <laughs> right? my, sure.
1: I will straight up remember like people's names from my third grade class. It's like I miss my little third grade mind that soaked it all up. That could remember things. I remember even some stuff from like school in third grade. I don't remember things that happened what last we week. And I blame in, it on the weed as well. What were we
4: mm-hmm. learning in third grade?
1: We were learning, you know, sort of Arithmetic. We were learning sort of, you know, complex. I, I think whales. was like a structure. chapter.
2: I think I remember spending some time on whales. Did in that we learn period.
1: cursive?
2: Cursive was second mm. grade for me. Okay, cursive. cursive. We learned how to write
1: in script. script. Wow, and that was. I remember something. I thought, well, now we're really leveling up. Right. Now that we all know how to write cursive, now the world can really begin. I haven't written in cursive.
2: I a, do I, think that I, could I, separate current generations, though. Like, take a millennial and and a Gen Z, and be like, okay, someone write in cursive. Yeah, here.
1: give <laughs> me a show me a Z in cursive.
2: <laughs> They're
4: like cursive. You want me to write curses?
2: Oh my god! You know you know what it They're was like. Fuck Cap- ass. Damn. Capital <laughs> G in cursive was like a nightmare for me. It was Capital like G. What is that? Even? I think it's like a big circle oh, and just a little. It was G. a six flags like prototype. Yeah. Yeah, I have no idea how it looked like the Olympics.
1: Yeah, the only one that it feels like they got to the end of the alphabet and we're like, now nah, we have to make something up is. The the Z though. The lowercase Z is literally a little, it's like a little tiny little half circle and then a squiggle squag.
4: Oh, Oh, I don't even know
1: what the Z It's like a little. Look up the cursive under lowercase z. You will be shook for weeks.
2: You you will be shook for weeks. You will be shook for. (laughs) weeks There are two z's in my last name, and I do the lowercase z when I do my signature. So I actually have a very personal relationship with the lowercase z cursive. Not two z's, one cup. M I Z Z O N I. Two z's, one cup. (laughs) It's a front runner for title of app. Okay. Yes. Well, the app come with something better. (laughs) I dare you. Come with
1: something better than two z's, one cup. The gauntlet has been thrown down. Oh God! I never thought about that. You be you'd be writing two z's. entire life in cursive. I feel like a little bitch
2: when I do it. I love my signature. It's like
1: Do you live for the fantasy of your own signature? This is a major topic. When I practice my
4: signature, when I'm not doing something official, gorgeous. Stunning. Yes. As soon as I have to sign something, I'm like, oh, I forgot how to spell. The M's not connected. For me,
2: if I get going, if there's a bunch of things to sign in a row, like a lease, like by page three, I'm on my shit. I'm a stamp.
1: Wow. Yeah, 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 yeah. Wow. I have to say, One of the things I live for about myself is my signature. I live for my signature. I inherited my cursive R's from Mm -hmm. my father. It's something passed down from generations. Mm -hmm. The way we write our R's. And sometimes when I'm like just by myself doodling, I'll do my own signature. And then when you come of age, you realize every fucking thing you sign is on DocuSign or Electric. Yeah. Mm. So you are trying to copy what is a cool natural signature on DocuSign, and you feel like a fucking freak, mm. like dragging the the mouse around.
2: <laughs> I know. You, you really wish you had a stylus. You it can looks
1: send it to your
4: phone sometimes and like sign it with your finger. But it's oh, not that's the same.
1: good. Mm. It's okay, maybe same. I'll do that. And, like, here I am, like, all the way down the rabbit hole, like, w- in tech, like, just trying to sign something.
2: But, like, also Women at the same tech. time in, like, grocery stores when they ask you to, like, do a little signature, I'm always like, this is stupid. And I'll always just do a line. Like, I won't even do anything. I'll just be like, this is dumb. The I pens can't don't even, even, even believe work.
4: it's acceptable. You got to do a giant. The first letter has to be giant. giant. And then the rest could be like.
1: Yeah. Yep. Mm. Yep. That's how mine is. It's a huge, big R that announces itself. <laughs> is and the then- R
4: bigger than the M?
1: The M is kind of big, and then the ATT is small, and then the R is big, and the O-G-E-R-S is small. Mm.
4: My M is massive. The M stands for massive.
1: You know, the M, we all deal with the letter M. I love. For first and last name. The M, it's a powerful, powerful letter. Certainly.
2: It's a powerful sound. Money, Emma, Mansion, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Men, Men, Men. Oh, Men. As we all connect. Um, okay, and that which brings us back to which topic. brings us back to the topic at of, hand. Of cursive. <laughs> so here's
1: the thing: like in preparation for this episode. Because I know this, we're going to be discussing why are you single the live show, which everyone really should go see and keep your eye out. I believe if you're not able to go tonight in Brooklyn, they're going to be starting up again in September. Yes,
2: we'll be at the Bell House going forward probably every couple.
1: This is a really, really fun show. And I was thinking about it and I genuinely tried to ask myself, why am I single? Mm -hmm. Then I said the more interesting question for right now, because I know we're going to get into it with me, but two people who are curating this show, Mm -hmm. you have to have like a relationship with your own singledom. Mm-hmm. Why are you single, Marie
4: Oh, people ask me every day.
1: Yeah, well you Why
4: are you single? Yeah. And I'm like, why am I single? I'm low key like a perfectionist, I think. Mm. In that I want you to look perfect next to me. Mm. Right? Um your face just has to fit next to my face. Oh,
1: so we're in we're living in aesthetics. You're casting Absolutely. I'm a Libra. <laughs> okay.
4: I, it needs to be aesthetically pleasing to my eyes.
1: I get it. It needs to make sense in, like, a way that you're, like, we're appearing as a couple.
4: Right. I want to walk in with somebody and people gasp.
2: They're um, just like, oh,
4: I don't want you to gasp bad. Like, I don't want it to be like,
2: that's who she's with? So, it's visuals first when you're, like, making a date. Like, that's that's what you're looking for. If
4: in. you're talking to me, I'm looking at your face. I'm trying to see if you have all your teeth. I'm I'm seeing if the hairline and the beard connect all the way around. Like, don't come at me with scraggly You beard. always
2: say that, and my hairline and beard don't connect. They can't genetically. They don't have to connect
4: to each other. Oh my God, the yeah, beard, they don't
2: connect. They don't.
4: No, 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 no. Your hairline is all one piece.
2: Okay, 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 There's
4: no gaps in the forehead. I have a
2: panic attack every time you say that.
4: <laughs> the beard is all one piece. You know how some people just, they can't, they can't beard it, like they can't they, beard. They
1: can't
2: connect.
4: If and you can't fine. connect, we can't we connect. We can't connect.
1: All right, so may, do you think maybe your preoccupation with aesthetics is really why you're single? No. Because <laughs> <Perhaps laughs> you seem to try the denial of that no. Diane Sawyer on you right there. No,
4: because hot to me is not hot to everybody else. I see. Right, your hot is not my hot. No, your hot that's is not my certainly
1: hot. not true. Yeah. You just
4: gotta look good to me, but also yeah. like be able to put a little outfit together.
1: When's the last time there was a relationship
4: that was hot?
1: That was like you know one that you fondly remember.
4: We say, when we say relationship.
1: Okay. What it wasn't, I'm talking about something that's more than a situation. It was not just fucking, it was a relationship where you were like a little bit more invested in this person it, than it everyone else. It felt
4: like that the beginning of this year, I started out, I met this guy on New Year's Eve mm-hmm. and we started strong. Strong. I was like, oh, this is cute. This guy, he was kind of like a certified lover boy. It was giving Drake. It was giving know? Drake. He was very like, mm-hmm. I don't know, like emotive. He was very like, communicative it was a little bit annoying i was Uh like why are you telling me this all up top so
1: the transparency was popping off immediately
4: clear crystal clear i I love that yeah and then he was a little too clear because he told me he hadn't been paying his rent and i was like
1: (laughs) yeah you should have stopped you gotta
4: go yeah
1: so so basically like how long was that a situation
4: oh like three months
1: so three
2: months
4: yeah may he rest in peace
2: (laughs) have you had a proper boyfriend to you I i actually don't know this about you
4: i've had a boyfriend before i've had a boyfriend before and that was when. Mm. What year is it?
2: 2023 baby. The year
4: of our Lord. Um <laughs> I date, I had a boyfriend like 10 years ago. Wow.
2: Yeah. Okay. But so we are,
4: were together for 3 years.
1: Uh-huh. So you're someone who prefers to be able to do whatever the fuck you want. Sure. Yeah.
4: Sure. But now I want to like have a person that I travel the world with and do Wild and kinky and crazy cool things with. Yeah. And it's my person. Like mm-hmm. I'm not like I don't want to be out looking around to see who That's in the,
1: my thing, is I don't want to look anymore.
4: I I do that now and I never used to do that. Mm-hmm. I used to just go out and be cute with my girls and it was like somebody would come over and it was like oh, okay, I'm with the girls tonight. Yeah, now yeah. I'm like, what where are all like why is nobody coming to talk to me? Why is nobody sending drinks to the table? Like what's going on? Hmm. And you know, I blame dating apps.
1: You think that it, like, made the culture more difficult to navigate?
4: I think dating apps and I think the pandemic has made it, like, scarier to talk to people in real life. I think you're right. And it's like, just come talk to me. Yeah,
1: yeah, 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 yeah. I I actually don't know what it's like, really, to just show up someplace. Well, actually, you know what? It happens more than I say, but, like, it's now a thing, like— it's not the first way you'd think about going to meet someone is like just going someplace and hanging out and then you meet like there is this thing now of like you would talk to someone on DM you plan to be at the same place like oh I'm going to be here with my friends you're going to be with your friends or you just like use the DMs as a hookup app which happens more and more.
2: You know what I mean? I mean talking about Instagram. I haven't been single for particularly long and all I see is people using Instagram. It's like people are pre-screening and being like, well, oh, you're in this friendship group. And I can see that based on I can pre-stalk you and say, Oh, you fit into my life already. Like there's no spontaneity with like, oh my God, you're friends with my friends. I had no idea. It's like uh, very quickly. Especially through Instagram, you're just finding out like exactly that person's thing. Yeah, and you could do background your, checks. And we're
4: checking tagged photos because mm-hmm. we want to see what you really look like oh, yeah. without the Paris filter. Oh yes.
2: yes. You
1: know what I did the other day, which was mortifying. Someone that I used to have a thing with, I went into their and this is how you know Twitter's gotta go. it's just gotta go. Mm. I've never done this before. I went I know, into the their, so good though. I went into their mm. Twitter likes. Oh, and that's when I was like, what are you doing? I was like, why have you fallen so far? And I want you to know I feel horrible about myself the entire time I'm doing something like this. But looking at their Twitter likes and seeing what they've liked, I was just like, oh, no, 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 no. I need to touch grass. I need Mm -hmm. to get the fuck off my phone. And that's why I'm like more inclined to like go out and have that be the way. I meet someone, but it's also like my energy for that is so low.
2: Mm. But also maybe that's just because like that's right now. I keep pushing myself. I'm relatively newly single. Like it's been like a year and a half, almost two years. And like, I feel like I am the kind of personality that will go up to people, even though. Really? Yeah. Like I think people find it refreshing.
4: Yeah, I'll go with like, somebody.
2: All of the people that I've like really? bagged, if you will, or like people that I've gotten to know better, have been because I was very unafraid to be like, so like where are your friends? Who are you here with? A lot of people are like, uh what? Yeah, oh my you God. are very social. You just seem sort of like a different That's breed. That's what
4: you're saying. You're coming up and being like, What where are your friends? Why are you
2: oh, here? Uh actually I'm just thinking about this pride interaction that I just had where it was really like I saw this guy from across the dance floor. He looked at me and gave me this big, bright smile with these really cute dimples and like literally waved me over. And in that moment, I was like, I either ditch all my friends and just go say hi to this person or like, I don't know what, like wait for him to come into my friendship group. I was like, I'm leaving. I like sped away from my whole group. And the two of us like just got to know each other. It was great. I mean, there was drugs involved, but uh, <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> but, that's the
4: sprinkle on top. Yeah. Of well, I mean,
2: in that particular right. instance, it was pride, but. I don't know. I guess I'm finding that like I'm not so afraid to go up to people, but there is a mixed bag of responses that you get. Like some people, it's like it does not compute when you come over and make a big swing of like, so where are you from? Also, I've been finding that as even as like a sort of a bottom sexually for like most of the time I'm making like top swing moves. Yeah, Mm -hmm. that is a top swing move. And to
1: even engage in any way, like first, I feel like is like, oh. You know what I mean, and that, thats maybe me speaking from where I'm at, like as someone who prefers to be approached. Mm-hmm. Like, because if you give me a signal go, I will really give it back. But I am never gonna make. A, it's not that I'm never gonna make a first move. I rarely make a first move. But if you, if there is a vibe there, and you make a move, I respond, mm-hmm. and then I feel like I can sort of run things once things are very clear. Right. But I need things to be very clear. What's the signal to go for me? Mm-hmm. And this is my love language too. Physical touch. If we're talking and it's a vibe and you put your hand on me in any way and I'm into it, it's a go there. And that's kind of how I am in relationships too. Like I recently was dating someone and we were talking about love languages because we don't have the same one. Mm And mine is very, like, when I'm in a relationship with someone, like, mine is physical touch. Like, I like to be very affectionate. Mm-hmm. And this person is, like, not like that. And so it's been a little bit interesting getting it started but like, that's me. Like, mm-hmm. if you make it clear in a way that's very clear, and I'm not saying just
2: come up and touch me to anyone listening to this podcast. I kind but of if, am. But
4: <laughs> <if> they're they're <laughs> just going to like start caressing your face. Yeah, the, I know, like, right?
2: I hand to the lower back. Like, I get what it, what it represents and I get like that it sucks. But like for me, <laughs> if we lock eye contact and I bat my eyes at you twice, you can touch me. <laughs> okay, let, me
4: we'll see, do- let me see the eye bat. Bat your eyes.
1: <laughs> Dave's Dave's new line has been he's had a couple new lines yeah. like one thing that he's been saying and this is not the line I'm talking about but he'll text me about Game Show which we host together and he'll be like hey I was noodling on this idea and he's like I'm still noodling I'm just noodling <laughs> well I was
2: noodling before and I was I just was like noodling. I did not invent said, like, this and I invite the readers to defend me because this is uh, noodling on something is like something my kindergarten teacher said like use your noodle yeah like, but like I,
1: I don't know it's just so funny to hear you repeatedly use it and it was like I hadn't said anything about it he just kept saying noodling and then I was I was kind of finally like you really are just a noodler aren't you you're just a little noodle head <laughs> mm-hmm, my noodle. now
4: when you use it I'm gonna be like I'm gonna like it I'm gonna yeah
2: I know okay.
1: um, but the other thing he's been saying his, he, he goes I'm a kitty and if you pet me I will purr <laughs> that's what Dave has been saying that's my real
2: housewives <laughs> turn around I'm a,
1: ki- I'm a little kitty and if you pet me I, I will, will
2: purr. purr It's you know what I mean it's like in certain points or at least in this chapter like my motto right now is no boyfriends till 2025 like I I'm tapped out I was in a seven and a half year relationship and it broke. we broke up about a year and a half ago. It's been a really wonderful but really difficult journey back to my own self-confidence. And also like um, getting back into touch with a person who hasn't been single in like closer to a decade than yeah. Yeah, like 23 and years old. being
1: single at 32 is so different than being single at 24, 25. Like you, you, I it, met and it's him crazy. in a
2: completely different period of my life. I had a completely different set of needs. And my needs changed. And when I tried to readdress and refocus, you know, yeah. the whole the thing came crashing down. But, I heard
4: completely different set of knees.
2: Oh, knees. Uh, <laughs> I got a
1: completely new set of knees new because knees. I, no. I needed to be on them again. New year, new knees. Marie
2: told me yesterday at the pool that my, my knees looked very clean and looked like I'd never been on oh, them I was, before. Oh, I was
1: sitting right there. I was like, I, and it came out of nowhere. And I was just like,
2: okay. Yeah. I was like, clean,
1: damn.
4: Clean. No scars. No, no bumps. Darling. No bruises.
2: Just no. I have a nice beige. padded little mat. A yoga mat. <laughs> I was but like, he's
1: on his knees all the time.
2: Shut please. up!
4: <laughs> but Matt anyway, my cool.
2: father listens to every episode of this podcast. <laughs> hi, hi, Mr.
4: Dave's dad. <laughs> hi, Big Dave. Dave. Big
1: Dave. Uh, oh. Your son's on his
2: fucking knees oh, constantly. Please. He's picking tomatoes right now. He'll never hear this. <laughs>
1: Are you ever honest with your parents or anyone in your life that's like an older person that you're supposed to like, you know, have like that degree of removal with about what a horror you have been? Because I, I, I recently... <sighs> My mother, she said the most iconic thing like 3 years ago. Like I mentioned that I have a friend that I used to hook up with. Like, "Oh yeah, like he's in my friend group, but we used to hook up, not a big deal." And she just goes to me, "Matthew, are you a slut?"
2: <laughs> Did you answer honestly, bitch? And I was
1: like, "Mom, I'm not talking to you about that." <laughs> so I didn't say no. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. But in I the script
2: I'm writing, you take a long hard look in the mirror. And then maybe we cut and we don't know whether or not you answer her. Yeah.
1: You were just on the phone with your mother when you were rolling up. I wonder what were you chatting about?
4: Well, I was, talk- I was telling her. No, not whoredom. Because my, mom- <laughs> my mom doesn't ask me anything about anything that I'm doing.
2: Okay. Per.
4: That's it. She's like, you're not asking me for money. Great. Great. Love it. it. Great, <laughs> mm-hmm. My aunt, who is my mom's younger sister, anytime I speak to her, she's like, do you have a man yet? Because uh, you got to have these babies. You got to get married. Oh, you gotta be, they're on ooh, you in and, that regard. Yeah, she's mm. on me in that. But then, like, I'll tell her about guys that are bums or guys that I'm like, uh, he didn't know what he wanted to be when he grew up, so he's dead to us. <laughs> and she's like, well, maybe you got to start dating, you know, not black guys. And I'm like,
1: oh,
2: no. I say,
4: yeah, I'm, I, I see that. I, I've done that. And she's like, yeah, girl, maybe get you a, a nice... Well-to-do beige man. And I'm like, yeah.
2: Mm, I would love to identify as a well-to-do beige man. Well-to-do beige. <laughs> <laughs> well-to-do beige. Oh, my God. Like, how do I apply? <laughs> I think you're do a do you want beige. a relationship?
1: I would like to be in a relationship. Yeah, you're saying you want someone to travel See, the world don't. with and do things with. I don't want
2: one. But
4: also, it's 2023. Summer 2023 feels different. It just feels like this is a summer to do any and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, So I'm leaning into that. Because I'm trying to live my very best. And also,
1: up. like, here's the deal. Not just swing back in, like, a weird way. But, like, you do have this new project. And watching it, I can see it leveling up in a way. Like, there's mm-hmm. so much. It's so clear. Like, it throws back to, like, Singled Out. It throws back to, like, because mm-hmm. it feels like there's, like, a fun community on stage where it's, like, you know, Dave is, like, the producer behind, like, almost like a, like a DJ board. You have a special guest. The other day, we all know it was your bestie, Sydney Washington. And then you had fun contestants it really felt like a throwback to like those like really fun dating shows of like MTV or like you know
2: like it was like like messy on purpose yes absolutely
1: and so like what I saw there was like something that could be something I could see on TV very easily and so I'm like you know what while you were on your upswing don't invite anybody new in because the egos of especially men straight men I mean we're seeing it right now with Kiki Palmer Oh my god. Like, I can know. we talk about this? Oh, oh my, my god. god. Like, it's I think something. I think it's completely done because they stopped following each other on Instagram because he dared shame her for what she was wearing, the mother of his children. And this is what I'm saying, these guys who are in it and they're getting a free ride. Everyone, especially women who are like really on the up and up, don't allow these people who are like you see it you just see it all the time where like people talk crazy to their Partners, like when they start to have some success, or they start to like look extra good or do extra good, like the ego jumps out, and it's so disappointing. So I almost feel like you know what? Continue to get yours and establish what you are, and then when someone is like really down for that or able to handle that, mm-hmm. then link up. Jesus, I think Matt I'm sorry, like, preach. Matt,
4: <laughs> I'm like you know emotional. What, <laughs> I gotta go. Well, no, because like
1: I know we. Are, I no. just I mm-hmm. feel
4: like for me, I I know that the universe wants me to win.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I feel like
4: that's across all aspects of my life, my Mm -hmm. personal life, my career, everything that I'm supposed to sell and book and create. I'll do it. Yeah. Which is why I think I'm able to kind of just be like chill about everything because I'm not worried about it. Yeah. And I think the same thing about like my dating life. Yep. Like the universe doesn't want me to be with a loser. No, no, absolutely not. Not somebody who's going to be like, you're a mom. First of all, no. (laughs) Go home and watch Kiki's Child because that's your Mm -hmm. only job.
1: Yeah. I mean, can you imagine knowing the platform that like you and her have and you have, by the way, because of her. Right. And Mm. that you are going to go out and like that to me just shows like a true lack of respect and understanding that if he's willing to do that publicly what is happening privately and we're talking about Kiki Palmer the big boss the star the the number one and friend of the pod and like I just can't imagine someone like her whose star shines so bright and is obviously such a force of positivity who everyone seems to love like I think is on her way to legend status Mm -hmm. it's like you're going to talk to her crazy? That just makes me sad. Like, wow, even the best of us will attach to someone because matters of the heart. They're very crazy. So how they're did crazy. they meet?
4: Because I thought he was like a football player or a baseball player or something.
1: I mean, I have no idea who he even was, to be honest with right. you. I knew that she kind of kept it more low key. right? And I don't think anyone really knew who...
2: I know very little about it, to be honest.
1: Well, all I know is that, like, after she had the child, it was more of a public thing. Right. And then, like, we all kind of knew who he was. And then he said this crazy thing. And now everybody knows who he is because he came out and said that. It's like, wow, you really defined yourself in the public eye. And now you've been unfollowed, cut off.
4: Well, I heard in the pool yesterday where Dave's knees were out. (laughs) I heard in the pool yesterday that he was cheating or he was with somebody else and had her have an abortion or something before because Kiki was having a bit like...
2: The moral of the story to me is exactly what you said, Match, is that you just never know what people are dealing with. You never know. You just never, ever know. And that's why you really can't rely on like what things appear like. You have to go off gut. Um, Yeah. You can't be working towards something better. It's not there yet. There's cracks. We're disagreeing here. You have to acknowledge those disagreements because for a very long time, you can let things go on until they just spiral out of your control. I guess what I'm saying is I I learned it. Your gut is always correct with this stuff. And Mm -hmm. um, it's just unfortunate.
4: Go with your gut, not with your butt. I'm Uh, telling you. Absolutely. Their red flags are there. And we sometimes will ignore them. But sometimes I see things as red flags that aren't necessarily red flags. Like.
2: This kind of started the show. Well, the, yeah. The red flags are we pass them out to the audience. Yeah, um, that was
1: a really fun element. So everyone in the audience gets a little red flag, and whenever there's red flag behavior on stage from a contestant or whoever the fuck is talking, like you, Marie red yourself, it. we're getting red flag waved quite yeah. so, quite a bit.
4: I, I didn't really I didn't know <laughs>
1: <recall>. the <laughs> show <laughs> is about red.
2: celebrating the red flags that we all possess because red flag to us is kind of like it's something that just raises awareness as you're getting to know somebody. It doesn't necessarily mean bad or good initially. It doesn't mean bail. No, it doesn't mean bail. It doesn't mean
1: bail but it but means like
2: you know when you hear i've got to go home tonight because i'm staying at my mother's yeah the
4: antennas are up
2: the antennas are it up it means
1: get the keys at least but in she, your hand she like could how be sick and staying he, at
4: your mom exactly <laughs> he
2: could be in for the weekend and, and have a beautiful home somewhere else it's you just
4: is your mom staying with you? <laughs> I mean, yeah, like people will come to the show and they'll say things like, I live in New Jersey. That's a red flag for me.
2: <laughs> yeah, but you know how big's the house. And like I don't <laughs> care, it's in New thing. Jersey. They could be living in a, yeah. the good part of New Who
1: Jersey. Who
4: knows? What's the good the good part of New Jersey is New York?
1: North New Jersey It's no lie
2: But uh, I mean honestly I've been to some pools In Weehawken And and absolutely given it
4: (laughs) Weehawken I don't even want To talk about Weehawken I don't want to know How to spell that We ain't talking
2: about Weehawken We ain't talking about Weehawken But also in this show We bring three contestants They volunteer themselves They fill out this Very long questionnaire That asks them questions About their dating life Their sex life What they think Their own personal Red flags are um because we all have them.
1: Okay, so let's go through the show. You guys are going to go through the show with me. We're going to play a version of the show. Okay, we'll figure it out. Um and by we're going to do that, I mean that we're going to figure it out.
2: Okay. <laughs> so, let's so for the first couple of things we would typically interview our contestants right. and okay. they have them fill out a questionnaire and we ask them a few key questions. So I guess, why don't we ask some of the questions from the questionnaire to Matt and see yeah. what his responses let me, are.
4: Let me pull up the uh, the sheet.
1: This is basically like when someone is like, you're looking for like a contestant for the show, you're not looking for someone that's like, hey, hey, hey we can get them to like,
2: you know. No, we want honesty. We want people who are dynamic. Genuine. We proud want of themselves, fun
4: personalities. Mm-hmm. We want people who are cool with oversharing.
2: Oh, yeah. Some people, Don't worry. I have
1: a podcast. Oh, yeah. Some people are very Matt vague. We're like, we're like, <laughs> well, it's funny that you were, because I was at the show and you were like, what's a red flag about you? Like, that's one of the questions. Mm-hmm. One of the questions you asked is, what's, what do you
2: think your own, one of your own personal red flags? And when are?
1: I was sitting there thinking about it, because of course, everyone in the audience, and this is why I would say go to the show and engage with the show, is because it actually gets you to assess your own behavior. Mm. Is like, I think that one of my biggest red flags is probably the fact that I'm someone that externally personalizes a lot of information about my life it's like been a problem actually in my last
2: two relationships actually all like,
1: of my relationships has been an issue
2: you overshare just the podcast and just the visibility of you as a person
1: yeah just like i am someone who not only just on this podcast but certainly on this podcast but like to my friends i talk about everything that I'm going through. Yeah, so like, if true. you're dating me, it's not like I'm going to put you on blast publicly. In fact, I think I've learned and been a lot better about that. Like I'll talk about like in vague terms, what I'm going through, but I won't be like, you know, this week, Henry did this. Like I did when I first started the podcast, Yes.
2: but like <laughs> he did be doing that. I,
3: I, and I was.
1: And I was like, I had to learn. I'm like, you know, you're using names
4: well, and you're using. I, places see it a, I yeah, see poor it
1: Henry and Jared, mm. Henry and Jared. Like I would, I, I would say first last, first, last, first, last, and whatever it was happening. And I had to learn from both those relationships. And my last relationship, he really did not want, and I've never, you know, said anything specific about him, really. But the thing is, like, I also went through a pretty rough time in the aftermath of that breakup, and I, it's what I'm going through. Mm-hmm. So it's like a walk you have to do about, like, you know, this is the way I connect with people that are my guests, my friends, like, the community of people that listen to this podcast. But then it's also, like, it gets to a certain point where, You have to decide like oh certain things are going to be more important than that but i am a talker
2: Mm -hmm. and i
1: think my red flag is our business is a little bit like my friend's business it's a little bit like you know something i have to work through because i'm a big externalizer that and probably you know just overall clinginess (laughs) you're a clingy beach (laughs) it's when i'm really really obsessed when i'm really 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 loving someone I think I do need a lot of validation
4: back. Okay. So is it like you need that text first thing in the morning? You need that text... Last thing at night. I
1: think that if I text you and you are my boyfriend and it takes you hours and hours to get back to me, we're ha- gonna have a serious problem. And I need to know, like, <laughs> wow. I need to know why.
2: <laughs> I mean, that's that's well, real. Yeah, I mean, I can appreciate and hours. the honesty there. <laughs> like, hours don't and lie. Hours is too much time. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Just like, and, and I'm also just so reflecting like, on my own behavior. I'm kind of that guy right now. I'm kind of. I think that's. Well, you're of,
1: not in a relationship. No,
2: no, but I'm like you in the streets. I'm in the streets, and like, I actually something I'm realizing about myself is that I don't know how to really be like an. Asshole. <laughs> I don't know how to like no. leave people on red. Right, and, like, right, right, I, right, right. I like give people too much, and I think that's one of my red flags right now. Is that like I'm actually not as interested as you might seem. not as interested as I might seem because yeah. I am I am protecting myself a lot. I mean, I was just in a very very long very serious relationship. I came out of it very bruised, and I have my guard up hard. But I'm horny, <laughs> so I'm just but, kind of like. But
1: also, I think that that's fine to say. And here's what I would say to anyone out there. This is a sentence that has gotten me really through it, Mm -hmm. which is expectations are a recipe for resentment. Like if you have no expectations, you can't have any resentments. Right. So expectations don't have them. Just like take people at face value and don't color in the lines too much because that is when you'll be disappointed.
4: But also be honest. Yes. If you don't really like somebody that much, don't lead them on. Um, right. I mean, yeah, it's, it's
2: just a delicate balance. And I guess like something I'm realizing is a red flag for me is that I'm talking about my past relationships still, or like I can feel it still massaging the way that I behave and like influencing like how I approach new relationships. Well, you have trauma. Uh, yeah. I'm just still, Baby, in- are you in therapy? Um, you talking to somebody. I, I do have a therapist. She's amazing. Mm. Um, I'm in and out. I just like have a a weird relationship around the whole thing. I thought I had a really strong sense of self and was like really heavily gaslit into a lot of behaviors. Like I was on antidepressants at one point. Like there was things that I was doing that didn't align with my true heartfelt. Mm. Yeah, And it wasn't until the ceiling fell down on top of me that I realized that. So now, at this phase, I'm just like a lot more reserved and very upfront about not wanting anything too serious.
1: Yeah, well then they can't be mad.
4: Listen, I'm an honest person. Uh, I'm also an outward-facing. You know, I'm a I'm a comedian. I have I do videos about dates. Not every date I go on gets a video. Only the ones that are really funny are really bad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. But guys that I go rocks. Guys that I go on dates with assume I'm gonna talk about them, and it's yeah. like, well, you best be on your best behavior. Yeah. Uh. Please don't wear basketball shorts to this date but I'm not talking about everybody I'm not using names I don't have to talk about everybody I can go into the vault and tell a story about something that happened five years ago and people are like that must have just happened today and it's like no no no
1: no yeah
0: each sip adds a burst of fun to your day I don't know about you Matt but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on all my favorite shows with yes baby girl and the resealable bottles makes them easy to take them on the go bubbly burst has antioxidant and immune support too keeping us feeling great all day long hey try
1: new bubbly burst
3: snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring
2: I have a question for you. So, one of the questions from the questionnaire is What is the worst date you've ever been on? Yes. Worst date. And now, this actually might, does this uh, mean you have to expose somebody that we just talked about not exposing? (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Name them Mickey Mouse. Here's what
1: I'm going to say. Okay. I haven't been on too many bad dates that were memorable because I've been, if I've been on bad days, they've just been boring. You know Mm. what I mean? Like, what I'll say is that one time I went on. A date where it was at at his house, and it was very explicit that like this was like going to be a fun thing, and it was going to be like a sex thing. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like it was going to be like sushi and sex kind of, which was very hot for me. I love that. The guy was so fucking hot, Mm -hmm. and I was into the vibe. So I get there, and it wasn't that it was a bad date. It was lovely, but it was memorable because he told me pretty immediately that he was not over his ex. And that was so different than the energy that I had been getting, which was like so excited that I was coming and so kind of horny. And then it was, not only was he not over his ex, But he played me a song that he wrote for his ex on a guitar. Like, we just, like, talked about the ex so much. And I was just, like, at a certain point, it's just like, oh, you are a sweet person, but you have something to deal with. Mm. You know what I mean? Had they just broken up? Was it fresh? It was pretty fresh. And I think a lot of the reason why I was there was because I had hooked up with his ex years prior. And I think he was so wrapped up in the thing of the ex that, like, it was just very clear that like this night was not about like me and him it was about like him and someone else and i was there as like a sort of a, a guinea pig trial of like can i even date someone new sure like, like
2: safe familiar but also like i and he was so
1: sweet and so great but it was just like a thing of i'm not gonna be here as a way for you to test yourself if you're ready
4: now you know what i'm
1: there was sushi. There oh, okay. was no sex, you which wept. was disappointing. What kind of but sushi also, are
2: we talking? Basic rolls, or was there like a, a specialty? It was role? like
1: sugar fish. You know what I mean? Oh, like it was nice. like yeah. we we, okay, got our, like we got a we got a blue crab roll. You mm-hmm. know, we went mm-hmm. to Pound Town in a certain way. Oh, <laughs> Pound!
2: I played Pound Town for Matt last night, and he's obsessed. Pound Town. Pound Town greater than padam padam. Pussy, pussy pink, my booty hole brown. Yes, yes. Um, but town.
1: there was no sex, which was actually fine. And I remember I I left being like. Listen, um, I'm going to go. It's like 1.30 in the morning because I stayed for too long. Mm. And then he was like, oh, I'm so upset. Like, I was so excited that you were coming. Like, I feel like I've been in such a bad date. Mm-hmm. And like, I feel like it was irresponsible for me to ask you out. Mm. And I was like, look, I've had a well, really nice time. Well, my dick nice is hard time. for this
2: communication, honestly.
1: <laughs> well, it kind of got there because, like I said, he was a very sweet, nice guy. Mm. But the thing is, like, by the end, I was like, look, I had a really nice time getting to know you. This was fun. And I would just say <laughs> that if we're going to hang out again, make sure that you've got this figured out. Make because sure we it, go to Poundtown. Yeah. And and then I'd like to go to Poundtown. I'd Town, like to go to Poundtown. Uh, you know, at some point, ultimately. <laughs> uh, but at one point during it, I was like, do you want to just like hook up and it doesn't have to be like a deep thing? He's and crying. then he was like, he, he, he was, he was, he was. <laughs> I'm well, picturing
2: him like blubbering, being like, I don't know what no, to do. No, he never cried. Like, well. He
1: never cried. He was just like, Ugh. and then he said, he's like, I just got a text from my ex. Can we just kind of like mm-hmm. hang out and watch TV? Yeah, I was like, was, of course. Did they
2: break?
4: Okay, was the breakup on a Tuesday and you were there on a Thursday? I think yeah, that's it, what it, it, it like- was,
1: well, then then this is the best part. So a few days after the date, he calls me and says, I just wanted you to know that we got back together. And then they were back together for like literally like a few do years. Do I know what this is? That. A few years. You do, but I, okay. I'm not going to say. No, 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 why. definitely not now. But like, and the thing is like, it was not a bad date at all, but it was the most memorable way a date went left for me. Mm. And what I learned from it was just like, the second it looks like a date is going in a certain direction, you can just go. Like I probably should have just gone home. Mm-hmm.
2: You don't owe it to them to like complete the complete the whole I thing. Don't for them for I don't think I needed to be there ego. from 8 p.m. to 130. No, a. no. That's, if that's you're not going a shit. to pound town. This is a one-way ticket to hell. And the thing yeah. is
1: just like just because the expectation had been set that we were going to like fuck and it was like a thing that he was like excited about. And for It's a turn that way. I was kind of just like sitting there waiting in anticipation the whole time. Like, when is this going to turn into the other thing? And it never did. And like I said, I had a lovely time hanging out. We're actually friends now. But it's the kind of thing where I'm just like, that was a memorable way. When the guitar came out, that's when you knew someone was in
4: crisis. When they pulled a guitar out. Right. Babe. I really
2: can't do that. Like, I wrote a song for you. It's like full cringe for me. It's full stop calling Uber. I got to go. I don't want to hear music. I about think me. I here's
1: here's an say. It wasn't about me. It was about the ex. That's which Earth, was my God. Yes, Call no, the that's, cops. no, that's what I'm saying. It's like for you to show me a song you wrote about your ex. Yeah, I'm lot. like, okay, well, why am I here? Well, this is the red flag Girl. I was speaking
2: to about myself, but I'm not here. I, I'm just it's something that I talk about, or like I think a personal red flag is they might be like, How'd your previous relationship end? And it's like And oh, you're well, like, we okay, how up- much
1: time do you have? Six years? Right. We
2: opened up our relationship. <laughs> and it's like those things to me feel like red flags. And yeah, it involves a very long walkthrough of that situation, which is way too much to do on a first, second, third, or 20th date. I I think the farther I get away from it, this is why I know boyfriends till 2025, the farther I get away from it, the less it's a part of me. Mm -hmm. Um, and the less that I'm worried about being this guy that you went on a date with. And I think
1: that's (laughs) why I haven't been dating a lot. Well, I have been dating more lately, but like it took a few months because I was so wrapped up in what that was. And the second you are talking about someone else to someone who you know is there for like a dating mm-hmm. purpose
2: that is you can just hear yourself being
4: you hear yourself pathetic. but you can't stop
1: yourself no
2: you can't stop yourself mm-hmm. It's, it's very it's very relatable. That's why you need to rent an apartment in Poundtown. Yeah. <laughs> I'm currently I have a two-bedroom condo in Poundtown. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm a, yeah. which is another good question from our questionnaire. So by the way, all of the contestants are asked ahead of time to submit. The link is in Marie's bio. If you Just on
4: Instagram. If you want to fill out
2: this quiz, you should fill out this quiz. If you live in New York or LA, we do the show all the time and we would love to have well, you as a contestant. Here's the
4: question that's yeah. on the thing. Mm. What's your biggest strength? Like what you bring into the table, bitch.
1: I think that when i care about someone i care about them a lot okay and also i'm a lot of fun i want to have sex pretty much all the time okay, great. Mm-hmm. I love it. and Full of mm-hmm. i have Countdown. really nice sweet funny people around me and i am extremely communicative so like i would say like my overall personality in a relationship like i'm a big lover okay and I also have, have a, a lovely lot. family my family is great i, I just mean like p- the people around me are good like i have a really good sense of people and like judge a character and like if i'm close to someone it means that they're also worth getting to know
4: okay okay here's what we want to know mm-hmm. if you could date anybody dead or alive who would you date if
1: i could date anybody dead or alive mm-hmm. would i date that is an interesting question i think that like Probably right now mm-hmm. I would date someone who was and you're asking like a famous person
4: if you say the name and everyone's like, who?" that doesn't really help Yeah, us. I know so
1: basically <laughs> like I, I I'm now at a this, type. I'm now at this place where it's like I don't want to date someone who's in the who does the same thing as me at all right No actors or like other comedians certainly no. or like maybe not even someone that's like creative primarily. I really want someone who gets it. Mm -hmm. but, like, does something totally different. Like, I would actually love to date someone that was in, like,
2: architecture.
4: I was just about to (laughs) say, I would love love me a little architect. I want
1: Stanley Tucci. Yeah, like, uh, Stanley (laughs) Tucci uh, Uh, in one of his gay roles would be fabulous. Mm. You know, I also, like, have been dabbling with the idea of, like, dating an older guy Mm -hmm. because in porn, I've been into it. Mm. How much older? Twitter will never collapse because of it. How much older? Yeah. 10, 15 years. Mm. Okay.
4: As long as everything still works, I think that works.
1: But also, maybe that's not something I would want all the time. I think, honestly, if I'm being really honest with myself, I want someone who probably is just a very figured out person who brings a level of like comfort to the table, who looks like, I don't know,
2: the guy from... Uh, Reno 911? Reno no, not Reno
1: 911. The guy from 911 Lone Star.
4: <laughs> Here, let me Google this.
1: Yeah, you get on that. I have another. one of the gays from 911 Lone Star. Rob Lowe? Oh, I would
2: love to date Rob Lowe. Mm, a so Rob Lowe someone someone that, that looks like the right Rob age Lowe. demographic. Yeah, like him at a bar coming up to, you. "Hey there, little one."
1: Oh, so that's daddy. I was talking about um the people who play like his sons. His son is in a gay relationship and ah. both of them like they're like I guess they go by Tarlos like carlos the, because one of the, I, I don't know like that, that one of those guys you're a vault but roblo back in the day and roblo now like roblo like, 10 years ago
2: perfect mm. i'm
1: crying parks and rec, uh, oh parks and rec mm. roblo yeah, yeah when you come
2: in you just be like this man is perfect yes
1: <laughs> absolutely
2: i have another one <laughs> another question for you from the questionnaire <laughs> what's sexual kink that you save for the one that you mm. save for oh him he doesn't see it until you're ready for him to see it. And then you let it out. I might know the answer. Um, okay.
1: This is a safe space.
2: I am really. Now it's, it's group sex for me now. Group I, sex. I, I like sex with other people, like multiple people. Like it's fun. And, and it's like a, an actually an interesting exercise in like how safe you feel with your partner. Uh-huh. And it's something I will never do again until I know I've got the one. And we've signed, got the con- we've signed the emotional contract. That makes sense. That's probably mine.
1: I don't really identify as, like, a kinky person. Mm -hmm. I actually... Well,
2: we can remove the word kink, I guess. But, like, it's, like, like uh, something that you wait and you hope
1: that they like that you like. This is interesting because, for me, it's, like, when it's the one, when it's someone I really care about. And this maybe makes me, like, uncool for the question. But, like, it transitions out of sex into more, like, lovemaking. And, like, when things get very, very intimate, like, I can be, like, very, very, like romantic and intimate and like I'm that kind of person that's like it's giving eye contact yeah yeah yeah, like, yeah yeah I actually get off when people say I love you Yeah, you know mm. what I mean like it's like I, okay I, <laughs> I, can, I can see that yeah. Like I, I'm yeah. like it doesn't mean we can't like you know have like rough sex or it doesn't mean that I can't go there but it's like I'm not a person that when I get more comfortable it gets like dirtier and nastier like when I get more comfortable it gets like sweeter more and gooier. Con- even more connected sweeter ah. and
2: gooier yeah. I like that okay man that's cool, but I, and I mean, like, I like, you know,
1: that. I but, like, I'm not anti-kink. Like, when I'm out here, like, it's it's just interesting who I am sexually with someone I don't really know and who I am with someone that I do really know. Like, I actually need the reciprocity of like, hey, I'm here and I really care about you. You know what I mean? Otherwise, why do we keep doing it's this? It's hotter, but also, yeah. when you're
4: with somebody that you care about, especially if you guys have been together for a while, it just it is better because you guys know each other's bodies. Mm-hmm. It's just like, also, less, work, less work needs to happen.
1: When someone is, like, really into you and you don't need to, like, elevate it to a place of, like, hmm, how do I keep this interesting? Like, mm-hmm. I, I don't know. Like, I just, I feel like I've had situations where, like, two, two and a half months in, new kinks get introduced, like, new ideas get introduced, and you're like oh, I didn't really necessarily need it to go there. And there's that thing you go through where you're like, do I have to try this? Do I have to like be okay with this in order to keep him interested? Like, is this something that he needs? And that's where it starts to get interesting. Like, mm-hmm. because I'm not really someone that wants to get like slapped. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I'm not really someone that likes to
2: get like. Yeah. Not you're not the, here for a golden Not on the shower. Harder, spe- a harder end of the spectrum there. I don't really want to be peed on. Would you, know you pee I mean? on somebody else? I don't. Think I've done a lot of things because somebody else has requested me to. Yeah. And mm-hmm. if they really want it, I think I'm a people pleaser in that mm-hmm. way. Where as right. long as it's not like, as long as it doesn't involve heavy cleanup, <laughs> I'm down. Yeah. For the most part. Why?
1: What about you? What?
2: P? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Marie's pee? got a Marie. Marie's. Uh, actually, I don't want to say. Uh, no, say it. The girl, them feet. You be you be tossing them out to men. Oh no. They go I, straight in mouths.
4: No, I mean I don't. I'm not tossing my feet out. You know, I don't have a wicky <laughs> feet or anything like that. Don't Google Marie's feet. Reezy's, yeah, teazies. but I,
1: I bet there is a wiki feed for you. There's
4: not. I'm there. Ve- oh, maybe there is. There, no, there's there's got to
2: be. There no. is one, there's one for me. If there's one for Matt, there's got to be one for you. <laughs>
4: there's not <laughs> one for me. I'm going
2: to Google it when I leave. Yeah, uh, literally.
4: No, but yeah, I, I'll put my feet in somebody's mouth. Sure. I mean.
1: But you're not putting anyone's foot in your mouth.
4: Th- a man's foot with no. the hairy big toes?
2: No. no. No.
1: Yeah. I've done it. I mean, <laughs> I've tried it.
2: Okay. See, the thing gotta is, Gotta be like, a pretty foot.
1: I was hooking up with someone during the pandemic, and I think, like, you know, just to try to, like, see what was up, like i did put the foot in my mouth and it was so funny because we locked eyes and we both in that moment realized it was not for us it was like we don't do feet i don't think i don't think we do feet together i don't think we
2: do feet apart nope. i think you and i we, we don't, don't do, do feet, feet. We oh, don't do that's feet. that's something nice to figure High-fived. out yes high five it's nice when you can align like that i'm also really attracted to like the spontaneous stuff right now the sort of like no strings attached i mean i've had like a few hookups on vacations like uh, Vacation yeah. hookups are always I did Hot. like I had yeah. I hooked up with a kayak instructor in Puerto Vallarta in the closet in like the oh, kayak yeah. closet. Loved that.
1: Love this story. That
2: was amazing. I was like uh, when I went for a wedding too. I was in in Mexico and I was in like a broom closet, a proper a lot of closets actual, in Mexico. Yeah, a broom closet. And then he left me a note, asked me like to order a bagel to my room for room service. And then he came to my room with the bagel. Did he bring the bagel? What? No, he didn't bring. A oh bagel. come on! Did he eat the bagel? Mm, he ate the bagel. Oh. Yeah. me tell oh, bagel's
1: it, king it, it, The bagel, bagel got it like <laughs> 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 oh, no. That bagel was everything yeah, oh, it, it was, was delicious. an everything bagel mm, Was oh. that poppy seed? Oh. <laughs> <laughs>
2: no Ew. honey No honey Plain squeaky clean Yeah Squeaky period. clean But it, no it's just like That's something that I guess uh, Is something that I'm enjoying right now It's like sort of spontaneous Like yeah. connections Especially on vacation I'm just like You just know you're never gonna see them again It's just like a, This could never be So it's, it's just like You get a piece of me But and, also like,
4: It's like a good story To drop into the group chat let me tell you what i just did in Austin, Texas, or wherever this this is
1: what i'll say on vacations i do become like i go through the gamma radiation and go become like a hulk version of myself (laughs) in terms of being a whore (laughs) yeah like when i go on vacation it's like carte blanche i turn into a different person like i put like a vacation hat on and i click in Mm. and i'm thinking now like maybe that is a little bit of a kink that's like not super
2: sure Is like Hooking up with people that I probably shouldn't. Oh, you know, I mean, it's, it's not there's necessarily, a whole app dedicated to this. Do you have sniffies? Well, it's it's not necessarily
1: like anything I'm doing sexually. It's who I'm doing it with. Like I'm a little attracted to this idea of like, oh, I shouldn't hook up with my teacher. I shouldn't <laughs> hook up with my boss. So maybe role play. Sure, Honestly, okay. I and I famously I started a role play recently, and the guy told me I think you might be too good at improv.
4: Oh, you said yes, and
1: I. He wanted to do a scenario that was like coach player, and so we had a date. We were in the car going back to my hotel, and I literally just go, "He no, he said he's like, you did really well in practice today," and I was like, "Oh my god, we're doing it, we're doing it, we're doing it." <laughs> so practice. I, so 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 I said, "Yeah, um, I give my all on the field because you know." things have been really hard at home. Oh my God, man. And, and then he goes, yeah, really? <laughs> and I go, yeah. And I think that when I look at you, I see you as a father figure oh, and I really want to impress you. Oh and then he goes, I think you might be too good at improv. <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah, you're creating like sort of like a at home like abuse story. narrative. <laughs> like, wait a minute, yeah, well, a little bit too no, much. No, there yeah. was no abuse. I was just
1: saying, like, it's tough with my father. I'm closeted at home. I want daddy. Can but, you be daddy? But also, that's hot to me. I want to fuck daddy. Come on, coach. Things,
4: things have been real hard at home. Means two things, <laughs> or it could be like he maybe you know.
1: I'm just saying, like you know, my dad. Like I think I said, like you know, I just, I, my dad and I, it's a tough relationship. I'm looking for a father figure. Oh I can't. God. I I'm can't. crying.
2: I'm sure. <laughs> like he like goes to get lube, turns around. Matt's in full wig.
1: <laughs> Matt, Matt has on shoulder, shoulder pads. pads. I'm also now realizing, you know, another another one of my kinks is I kind of like, I kind of like
2: armpits. Mm. You like armpits? You don't have to whisper that. That's like I a, kind of like that's a big. man's smell. Or do like you need right
1: to, after like a
4: workout man's smell? I don't like know he's about been, all that, but he's just been like out for the day. Just
1: like you don't necessarily. If I'm really into it, you don't necessarily have to be like squeaky clean, like deodorant. Like mm-hmm. have you can have showered, like the whole should be clean. Mm-hmm. But like if I'm smelling armpit and it smells like man, that's actually good.
4: Well, I think if you like the way someone smells naturally, I think that means you really like them. it's on. Because mm-hmm. some people I've I've been with, I didn't like how they or they didn't smell like anything, and that was like weird to me. Like well, you smell, smell is like sex.
2: Oh, you can smell like Le Labo and I'm not mad. Uh, oh, I like I like. them to smell good.
4: Yeah. Because smelling good is sexy too. Wait, me. but you
1: were talking about this in the show. It's like- what, what, If you're ugly, but you
4: smell good, you're cute. If you're cute, but you smell good, you're hot. If you're hot and you smell good, you a
2: hoe. That's the math. Oh my God. Wait, I got to write that down. <laughs> yeah, write it down. Write it down. That's amazing. It's, I
4: mean, I've done the work. A squared plus B squared equals you a hoe.
2: Yeah, okay. Yeah. All right.
1: So I would say that's my thing. Okay. Like I have like an intimacy kink with people that I'm really interested in. And then potentially some role play.
2: So, after we get to know our contestants for a little while, Marie, Uh like basically roasts them. We do a deep dive on their social medias. We ask them to surrender over their profiles. They send us screenshots from all the apps. So many apps these days.
1: So many apps.
2: Like Field, we hear about all the time. Farmers only.
1: Oh, you mean like apps, like dating apps that are like for specific things? Mm
2: -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's so many specialized ones. We saw, what was it, farmers? Farmers. It's like for people who are interested in people who are interested in agriculture. It's wild.
1: I didn't (sighs) even
4: know there was that many farmers in America.
2: Yeah, there's communities all over the place in the dating world, but we ask uh, after we get to know them a little bit, then we start to put them against one another because we are looking for the person with the least amount of red flags to be crowned a winner.
4: Right. And we're not saying that you have no red flags. You do. You just have less than the two people Who's sitting next to Who's the
2: most eligible year. out of out of the bunch? Out of I the get three it. that we pull.
1: I get it. So basically, like, it's a thing of the audience sort of dictates an energy in the room of, like, we're not feeling this person. because. And it was interesting, like, when people just start talking and you give them a space to talk, they will say a crazy
2: thing. Oh, absolutely. And that's what we're looking for in the applications when, when we get them in. Is ooh, like We ooh, love a little crazy. This person's ready to talk. We
4: love a little crazy. Dave and I will be looking through them and we would be like, okay, she... Yes. Wait, see. Um, Jeep. Remember Jeep?
2: Last show, we on our show in New York, we had a contestant named Jeep who was like giving us all these crazy answers about date guys that she'd went on and boys that had like tried to take her crazy places. We were like, this girl spills. But the next TV chapter stage. is that we go through questions that Marie asked her Instagram that are a little bit larger scope. And uh, just we need an answer from you. So I have one now. Gorge. One would be how long have you traveled for sex? How, how long tra- far? How That's far? How
4: far this you've traveled for? Okay.
1: Mm, okay. Actually, I, oh my God, I flew. Tell me his tickets you. I flew from New York to LA. Okay. Like in 2018. Okay. I was coming for a week. And it was, should I say his name?
2: Sure. I think it would be contradictory to the beginning of this podcast when you said how much you've grown from doing that. I'll but yeah, say yes. Put this man's name on blast, and if you have names. to bleep it, you bleep it. Right. I don't. Oh. We can. Visit there was a a I'm just gonna do it. I feel messy. That's what this show's about. Do it. Yeah. So this
1: was in 2018, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I was. <laughs> I'm oh. gonna say it. I was talking up with Louis Vertel, oh. and I flew. I flew across oh. the country to hook up with Lewis and then I remember (laughs) I flew New York to L.A. And then I remember it, like, didn't really work out. Like, I think you realized we were more friends. But I did fly from New York to L.A. to stay for a week to hopefully fuck Louis Fertel for
2: a week. I'm Googling and then, well, Louis Fertel's a sweetheart, so that was, a, we loved, that was now, worthwhile. We love Now we're good friends. Yes, but, like, this, was, was, this was way You were investing in a friendship in you didn't know.
4: Ah, uh, okay. I Googled him. Got it. See it.
1: Yes,
2: keep it. Mm-hmm.
1: We first hooked up, like, years and years and years prior and then like it was one of those things where we didn't really know each other but there was like an intense connection you thought you were in love I thought I was like in love Mm -hmm. and so I came back and I was like but that's your
2: thing man you love hard girl you go and
1: I also decide who people are before I really get to know them Mm -hmm. and like I love who Lewis is now but he was not who I thought I was, you know what I'm saying. It's like when you put in all the effort beforehand, mm-hmm. and you're like, you're really thinking it's one thing, and you build yes. it up in your head, and all of a sudden the castle is built, and you walk in, and you're like, oh, this is just a sound stage. You know, there's nothing. There's nobody in the. There's yeah. no one in the on the grounds. Yeah,
4: yeah. But I think the mind is very powerful, right? We we build things that we want to build. We see things we want to see. Sometimes you can blur things out that are
1: there that you should be looking at. That's what it is. But the answer to your question is 3,000 miles for a friend of the show,
2: Lewis Vertel. Well, the most popular <laughs> answer online. The, the fourth most popular answer was international. <laughs> These people have crossed countries. Yeah. That yeah. was flying from Australia She had like hundreds whatever. of responses. Yeah, it was wild. I think it's about crazy. it.
1: I really do. I definitely certainly like, someone will get in the DMs and I'll be like, where are you? And they'll be like London. And I'll be like, Oh, they, I'm almost there. I I'm know. almost there. I can almost justify, like, me traveling the way I like to travel comfortably, like, Beautiful. to go all the way there. Beautiful, mm-hmm. And but, I love to see you. So... Three thousand miles currently is the. I'm longest. trying to
2: convince the boy I met over Pride to go see Taylor Swift in Europe with me. Does oh my that count? god!
1: Wait, um, go with me. I, would, I want to. I, oh my god! I, Don't go with him. Okay,
2: I want to go to like Paris because I didn't see her when she was in. Uh, anyway, when is she like, going to be in Paris? Oh, not till next year. She's.
1: It's. It's like she just extended. Like, yeah, she just. She was I'm like. Guessing you know, you're, I'm guessing you're not a big Swiftie. You know uh, I'm not wouldn't, it,
2: wouldn't that be the most <laughs> amazing <laughs> you know, thing to learn here on the pod? I did.
4: I did just watch her tiny desk the other day. Though. Oh my god! Wait, her tiny desk is great. I mean, she didn't have nobody back there with her it was just her just the girl and her guitar and her piano and
1: she
2: sounded fucking great oh look at you like being all like oh about it i love you know, you, I watched a couple Tiny desks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I love that, that tiny, series. Tiny Desk is incredible. Uh, I have to watch Moon is still. Moon is fantastic. I can't okay. wait. I want to watch it. When oh, we saw yeah. them in New York, they were just about to go film it and I just know it's going to be fantastic.
1: What did I recently watch? I think there's an old Jasmine Sullivan one too, which is like, oh, yeah, mm, yeah. There's, yeah. oh, Usher's Tiny Desk. Oh, I Usher's saw that one tiny too. Usher's Tiny Desk is amazing. Wow. You, you remind f- me? Let me say something. There's so much narrative about Usher. You forget his voice is like, I mean, of course it's an instrument, it's a voice, but like it is so, it's like a finely tuned instrument at all times. Like he just
2: finds the notes.
4: And he's been doing this for so long and his
2: face looks almost exactly the same. He was my first crush. I knew I was gay when I saw Usher's abs. That was mm-hmm. like the moment. He was formative for sure. Oh my mm-hmm. god, Absolutely. formative. Might might be a piece of formative culture for me. <laughs> really, Honestly, yeah.
1: She
4: like it my way. Yeah. Oh
2: yeah, yeah.
1: I mean, you also forget how good some of the songs on Confessions were. Like, for me, you oh,
2: me up. Oh, Burn is so good too. Burn, yes. When you feeling it, even feel the lyrics. Yeah. Gonna burn from to to, to, it's coming from, from the heart. Been a long time coming. The beer fell apart. Really But I don't think it's Wow. It is good. Wow. Wow. I do
1: but you done, done, go
2: I on do what Yeah.
1: yeah.
2: <laughs> I
0: can <could> stay <laughs> in this relationship <laughs> when I'm hurting, baby.
2: I ain't happy, baby. Because there's so many other, other things I got to do wow. I think that you should let it burn. Yeah. And nobody <laughs> don't want you to no, Got to let it go. Because nobody ain't doing me like it used to. You let it burn, let it burn, let, let it burn, burn. dip
1: down you <laughs> know It's never going to stop. Wait, it it's never so stops. Good. Wait, it, it is so good. But when you're listening so on good. two
2: points or point 1.5, we're going to have a really fun experience. Oh, man. Ooh,
1: I'm
4: gonna, let me add that to my karaoke playlist.
2: And don't, don't, yeah, don't
1: forget about... Well, no one will ever forget about Yeah because that was inescapable. Will always be a classic. But my Confessions boo. Part Two, oh, confessions my boo with two. him and Alicia,
2: yeah, boo, 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 boo. my boo. My boo is another really good karaoke song for like my if you and boo. a buddy.
4: Yeah, yeah. But <laughs> uh, Confessions Part Two, and we, yeah, that's our song. Yeah, you were yeah, mine. Yeah, my absolutely. Boo. <laughs> oh my god, go um, back and listen to that album.
2: I might do that in the car. Hundred yeah. percent.
1: yes baby girl
0: and the resealable bottles makes them easy to take them on the go bubbly burst has antioxidant and immune support too keeping us feeling great all day long
1: hey try new bubbly burst
3: snag a job is where america goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring with access to over six million active hourly workers
0: Take back your finances."
1: .com/chime. Feels like progress. The Chime Credit Builder Visa Credit Card is issued by the Bancorp Bank NA or
0: Strike Bank NA members FDIC. Spot me eligibility requirements and overdraft limit supply. Out of network ATM withdrawal and OTC advance fees may apply. Terms and conditions apply. Go to chime.com/disclosures for details.
1: Okay, so that's how long I've traveled
4: for sex. Okay. I think same for me. I was in a well, it was the guy that that I was with that boyfriend, little boyfriend that I had, Matt. I don't travel
2: I host. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, don't, now, always,
4: now, I don't now, always want people in my house.
1: Nowadays, I don't travel.
2: I don't I, I travel. Don't do I have a I keep a nice home, and if you don't know how to m- handle yourself in my home, I love being able to throw you out. So oh, I don't listen. like going to unknown territory no, unless no, no. it's like that, a hotel. That is
1: exactly right. And the thing is, I hate, hate, hate because you never do know. Like recently, I did a grinder hookup and. I traveled like 45 minutes for what I was positive was going to be a fire hookup. Mm. The guy was pathetic. Pathetic? Oh my God, it was horrible. It so you're was You're just horrible. saying like really hot but no sexual energy? He, well, I get there and the first thing he says is hey, um, I actually like I have a bruised rib so we can only do it missionary and um, I'm really uh, coked out and my, my dick doesn't work uh, but I definitely am horny whoa, so I want to do this. Whoa, and I was just whoa, like, whoa, whoa.
4: You could have said this to me before I paid for the oobs, babe. Well, No, he was so down. The rib so was down. bruised
1: before I came over. And then I'll tell you what the really Stupid fucking part of it was, was after we had sex for like 20 minutes, a boring sex that he was like, not even. He also, like, we had barely made <laughs> out. He did, he like didn't want me to like, eat his but ass. Grinder, like, I don't
2: actually want to kiss always. It's like, kissing is actually like, for me, it's like comes after sex. It's not fucked it's like blowjobs are like high <laughs> like, i love making out. like making out is like sure but like kisses eye contact sex kisses that's like see no. that
1: is my kink i have an intimacy kink
2: mm. but anyway gotta be right,
1: afterwards he goes to me can you follow me on instagram my friend will freak out and i was like <gasps> oh this is what i hate and this has now happened this has now happened to me like and this is like whatever ghost to talk about but this has happened to me like between five and seven times like wow. someone will say after that they knew who I was and I'm like yeah I, I guess like I guess that's like a weird thing for you to navigate but like I guess I would have rather known that and now I think I'll do Grinder less just because
2: people are fucking crazy on you that. hear that readers identify yourself before you try to fuck mad on Grinder. yeah don't be <laughs> well because... what I
1: love is like when they say I don't think so honey if this is not you ha 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 and then they send a picture of hole
2: I'm like what if this wasn't Oh God, that's fucking hilarious. I actually love that. Grinder is a zoo. It is a zoo. I had one guy try to take a selfie after sex. I pulled a hat trick at the Moxie Hotel, a.k.a. uh, I had three interactions in one hotel. Yeah, it was a really wild night. And um, one of the guys, his the first guy tried to take a selfie with me afterwards. Was like, well,
4: absolutely not. He was like, I'm absolutely
1: visiting the city.
2: <laughs> yeah, it was an absolutely not situation. And I went down to the lobby and then I got a text from somebody else who was in the same hotel. And I did a quick like, I like fixed my hair, gone right in the elevator. I went straight back up. You said, don't mind if I do? Uh, yeah, yeah, with, of course, being safe. But at the same time, like giving into that like horn devil Random yeah. kink that exists yeah, for me It's yeah. like no strings attached Who are you? Let's just try it Yeah, yeah, I get With it. safety, of you course You know what
4: my kink is? And I don't know if it's a kink or not I just, it, it's really hot When people tell me How much they like me during sex Like, tell me how good it is Tell me what it feels like Tell me, just... Oh. Praise, like I it, I think it's like a praise
1: king. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like don't be like,
4: I love your pocket. Like, no. I don't want to hook up with people who've like seen me perform. Just be like. But just like in the moment, just be like, oh my God, your eyebrows are like even, your cat eye, like your teeth are so <laughs> oh, white Honey, if like, he inside like, you, you and says your
1: eyebrows are even, no, he what? he's no, gay. No, I'm <laughs>
4: gay. I'm not I'm not that. Uh,
1: I love your cat eye. Oh, oh my, my god, you Mary
4: Kate and <laughs> Ashley, they're exactly the same. <laughs> That's not the pussy I want
1: complimented. No,
4: no, no, no. no. But I'm just saying, like, comp- like just yeah Compliment, yeah. yeah 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 yeah. that's so so
1: do you like so when people call you baby i say baby a lot and someone like adds, in a baby voice no no no, and, no, no. Uh, I'm first, first of all i like can't baby. stand baby we voice. don't
4: we're not doing baby voice
1: no never no. baby voice never ever ever but like i say that and recently someone had a problem with me saying the word baby during sex he's like oh it's like too much and i was like okay and so i was just like all right oh see baby, <laughs> you like that baby bro baby feels safe, baby like, feels right, safe dude for
3: me. <laughs>
2: Um, I can fuck with bro, not going to lie. Oh, right?
1: I was called little bro one time, and I shot my come to God.
2: <laughs> little, bro. <laughs>
1: little bro. Little bro. I mean, the bro. readers know. I remember that story. The readers know my story about, you know, big bro on Fire Island. Oh, he called me little bro during sex, and it was we over. were fucking outside, like, in the backyard of his house, and I swear to God, it was seconds after he called me little bro wow. that I was like.
2: It's like, break my arm.
1: It was like that scene in Scary Movie. Where he finally comes and he sh- like it's like an avalanche. It's like a oh. geyser. I was like,
2: <laughs> let it burn. I like baby. I think that that's, it can be romantic. Also, I like to like, I, I'm good at cooking and like, I love to host, like I said. So like in the morning, like I'll make a little egg. I'll make like, I'll do something like really casual and cute on the, on are the stove. You, are you
4: sneaking out of the bed? early to do that or you guys like
2: no I'm making it that? look effortless I'm, yeah. I'm getting up in the morning I'm like, and he
1: wonders why people are like oh he really likes me it's like you made him a full fucking well it's gonna be nice <laughs>
2: Listen, you made a
4: California breakfast. But you're right, Matt,
2: that is actually something that I'm trying to manage is like how quickly I roll out the red carpet for boys that I don't really know that well, because I've been taking advantage of before. And it's like you got to protect all the good pieces of you, because if you make it look real good over there, I don't know, they're going to tell you what they need to tell you to get you to fall in love.
4: I like when guys come to my house and then they cook for me in the morning. Mm -hmm. It's like, well, what do you have? Mm hmm. I'm going to run to the store real quick. I'm like, yeah. this
2: happens. That's true queendom. That's <laughs>
1: happened
4: to me before. Yeah.
2: Wow.
4: Yeah. That was nice.
2: Also, you don't got to cook too. If you just want a seamless, like some Mr. Chow for the evening, like it doesn't matter. Like I also love a guy who like just kind of takes control. Sure. And just like, it's like, I but ordered there's something. something
4: really hot about you being in my kitchen, mm. cooking for me. And you know, I'm like this, I'm in the sending pictures to the group chat. Like girl, look at his butt.
2: <laughs> oh please. Uh, <laughs> he making eggs. <laughs> is it butt first for you? What's the hottest thing on a guy?
4: Uh, I like a guy with a nice butt that I can like, you know, do but I like shoulders, back, chest. I need it to be like, oh, my God, this is a man. Mm-hmm. I need you to be shaped kind of like, you know, a little marvel mm-hmm. you know, a little like.
1: Yeah. OK, I get that. It's a grown ass man. It's so weird for me. Like I could be into anyone. It's just an energy thing. It's sure. just, I don't have a type.
4: I do also think a hot for me is also guys that, like, know who they are and what they want and where mm-hmm,
1: they go. Mm-hmm. Like,
4: just somebody who's like, yeah, Swagger. I do this, I do this, I do this. Charisma. I'm, I'm going to build, I don't know, I'm an architect and I'm going to do uh, Sistine Chapel 2. Whatever. Like, whatever it is that you do, you're just like, that is who you are and you are very confident.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Confidence will get Sexy. you. Sexy. Yeah. Sexy. Yeah. And that's um, the thing is it's like, that's my thing about, like, being approached and,
2: like, When someone comes in and is just like undeniable,
1: like I'll fall for that. Yeah.
2: And I have. And I guess a a piece of that for me right now is like falling back in love with myself and reconnecting to my star power and reallocating all that energy that I was putting into previous relationships back to myself Mm -hmm. has made me feel this sort of like confidence. And it's like when I go over and make a first swing and like uh, approach somebody else, I feel like I'm getting off on my own confidence even before the conversation Got starts, it. okay, it's so powerful. It's like, it's like a you power feel move.
1: you feel like you could talk to anyone just because you literally are doing it. Yeah, yeah.
2: You know what? Why not? Like, if anything, if they spin it into like a pleasant conversation, they're not into it. We, it becomes like a friendly conversation. I know how to handle that, and also yeah. I have a good read on those types of things. When it's time to step away, when it's not going the way that I thought, and like I think every time I do it in this post breakup world every time I've done it it's gone well in some capacity mm-hmm. so like I'm like sort of high on that confidence and like trying to keep that ball rolling
4: yeah I made a list of the people that I hooked up with or that I dealt with last year I have one too
2: <laughs> and I
1: saw I, yours the other day I that, couldn't believe I, how I, long I, mine was when I did this recently I'm like whoa my, I, my, I called my mom back I was like I am a slut <laughs> oh yeah she was right my, well, I was with my sister on vacation and she told me her number and then I told her my number and she, I I think she had an asthma attack <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah yeah she
4: flew home early she was a, like I have to a- go
1: Uh, (laughs) It's
4: like, gotta go. (laughs) But half of the people that I talked to last year is because I approached them and I initiated a conversation. Mm -hmm. Um, But I've also been told that I'm intimidating, and that's
1: cool. Yeah, you were talking about this at the show. Well, because
4: it keeps away some of the riffraff.
1: Right. But like
4: when a guy is confident enough to approach me, that's sexy. Yeah. Because it's like uh, some people are scared, but look at you being a big boy. But here's the
1: thing they get in their mind that they are like, when they see you like, up on stage when they see you like out there doing your thing confident on the internet like projecting like m- you know marie faustin mm-hmm. and they're like i'm gonna go up to that and i'm gonna like pursue marie it's this thing of like they by nature of like what we do and who we are they have colored in the lines already and it is like weirdly about them being like i'm gonna get that yeah. and then it's all about of a acquiring sudden, you it's about acquiring and mm-hmm. i've you know, it's a thing. Yeah. And so then all of a sudden when you're a real person and they're a real person and that element of the chase and that element of that thing of like, you know who I'd like to date, you know who I'd like to see myself with this person. Then all of a sudden they stop performing, which they are, whether they know it or not. And they're just the boy. They're just them.
3: Mm -hmm.
1: And all of a sudden you're like, how much of this was actually about us and me and us together and how much of it was about your ego personal like you, conquest you want to show up and be like marie Faustin's yeah one. it's
4: given she's all that remember when he was like there was like that bet and he was like yeah i could get anybody to be popular whatever yeah it's, like, like, like pick one yeah, sure pick one but it's like they pick a specific person well i hope that
2: doesn't himself. happen to me that sounds horrible <laughs> well
1: it's, it's just a thing where it's like when you are someone who like decides to to be someone that could be known at all Mm. like then there's this element of like okay dating has changed now it's Mm. different now especially like especially in the gay community i've kind of accepted now that like if i'm if i'm in the gay scene in brooklyn or la like likely at this point like they may have some idea Mm -hmm. of like what?
2: So, and then there I also do. comes this element of like, okay, so now they're coming over to talk, to just talk to you, you as a stranger, but they know they have hours and hours and hours of your personality that they are already. So it's like, is anything authentic or are they just coming up, winded up with what they know you already would respond People
1: to? People have said it on like right. the third date. I feel like I finally have to come forward and say like, I do this, that, the other thing. This is what I know. This is what, and I'm just like, ugh. now it is That's hard to.
4: That's so Yucky to me when I hear that too. Though it's like, ugh, you watched my video. It's
1: not to me if they're honest. It's not to me if they're honest.
4: It's a little icky to me. I think it's, but I think it's because I date men. You know, like yeah. as a as a tiny kidnappable person. Uh-huh. it's Just like I don't like when it feels like you know more about me than I know about you. Right.
2: So please, please. Well, this is why I'm keeping my gay fame very tight. Um, I'm, <laughs> ma- I'm managing, you know, <laughs> just how fame. quickly I well, blow it's, up. It's I don't want to be big.
1: It's why I want to date someone that doesn't. It's not in the industry It may, maybe has very little Understanding
4: have of no it no social media uh, That well, would the, be nice yeah, well, I mean, that's My I didn't like have me. social media I'm sorry No social media so cool. Is not
2: sexy to me If you have no social media At all You have a out, You're lying Or you're cut off From like an entire Money market That it really depends On what job you work in Because for most careers I feel like if you're Off social media You're missing out on money
4: Well maybe you have A social media know. But it's just like
2: it, Pictures of windows That you like On buildings I, just I can't pass. do a boy That's like Oh no I, I don't really do Like online I can't do that
1: that's I'm it. in the online Of it all I'm going to get into it in my I don't think so honey in a bit but like (laughs) there's a certain pivot happening from Twitter away to something else and I have questions about it so that's that that was that question what else there's a question about like how long sex should last
2: yes what is the ideal amount
1: of time for sex And now, so (laughs) basically I was really shocked that so many people think sex should be so short I was
2: surprised too the number one answer is 20 minutes
1: yeah. I felt 30 minutes and then people were like then someone on stage I think Courtney who won the show was like five minutes of foreplay 15 minutes of sex I'm like five minutes of foreplay that's not enough time mm. I like foreplay I like a lot of I like the
4: build up I like the I mean I, if you do foreplay right you can kind of like weave it throughout like a day you know what I'm saying like
2: yeah yeah, you, you, we're right. building up to it. We make out in the bathroom restaurant, then we stop. Not and the like, bathroom or, restaurant, or are they, girl. You but, know, I
1: love a little closet. Yeah, my girl is up in the public. Uh, yeah, in the public. Yeah, not at a like, Ralph's.
2: Uh, <laughs> but, like, I don't know, just like, uh, I, can't, I want you not like, on, the, car, on yeah. the dance floor. I've been doing crazy shit.
4: No, but that's that to me is all foreplay, like leading up to. And then, you know, when we get to it, it should also be more foreplay. But yeah. I'm also like a round, Ooh. you know? I'm like, let's hook up. Let's, let me do what I do. And then let's take let's, a break. Let's, let's
1: have get some a water. Drink. Let's, let's smoke. Let's smoke. Uh, oh, yeah, I know for sure. I mean, I love... Uh
2: I all loved, three of us are weed people. Yeah, hundred percent. Wow. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's amazing.
1: Dave was actually very formative in my
2: your weed. I brought weed, weed. I, I was wife. the main flower. I brought it. I brought it in and gave it to. Well, the people. actually, it
1: was Dave and Sudi. Sudi yeah. smoked me out for the first time, and then when I started hanging out with Dave Moore, we were high pretty much constantly. Yeah, it's we watched all of Mad to, to, Men.
4: It's a beautiful way to like. Oh my move god,
1: Yeah, watching TV
4: high, having sex high, eating food high—it's beautiful. Yeah,
1: it is. Eating food high really is beautiful. I remember, like, is that a deal breaker for you if they don't smoke weed? No, that's not a deal breaker for me at all. But I will say it's also just like, and I hate that it really helps. But when someone tells me like, "Oh yeah, I smoke weed," or like, "I would be into smoking together," I'm always like, "Yay!" Like we can be cozy. (laughs) And but the thing is, like, I wouldn't want anyone to think like I need that. Like I also don't need you to drink. I don't need you to need to go out a lot. I don't yeah. need you to, you know, smoke weed. I don't need you to party. I don't need you to do anything. What I need you to do is love me. That's it. Yeah. And have a good relationship with me and just communicate with me about what it is. Because guess what? Like, I don't need to be out all the fucking time. I don't mm. need to smoke every single day. I don't you know what I mean? Like I don't need to be It's a balance. I don't need to even have a drink at dinner. Like why it can be a balance. Like I'll do what I do. You do what you do. It's just like not everything has to like eat itself
2: mm-hmm. but it helps but like through all this conversation <laughs> where I think we're realizing is that like you know there are it's like well this is a no but also actually if it's kind of like this then it's okay like you don't have to smoke weed but also you can't be like this with drugs or you know the red flags like initially when you like list them out and you're like no this no this there's actually a lot more disclaimers and a lot more like uh, shades of gray mm-hmm. in those than you realize and that's why I think dating is hard is because when you go on an app it's like yes or no yeah there's no gray this? area there's yeah. no gray area and it's like actually sometimes what we find is that contestants on our show with lots of red flags we end up falling in love with them everybody on the show it's it's really a celebration of of straight people who put themselves out there <laughs> and who are a fucking. you said
1: straight people we, oh, we've got I plenty meant, of gays on the show I, what what I meant you, was, you
2: got your shows confused I, I got my shows confused I looked at Matt <laughs> you got
1: your show with me confused it's really a,
2: Dave started doing a celebration uh, of pitch. straight he, started. he of started doing the Quibi press tour <laughs> uh, I'm sorry I just keep trying to reshuffle <laughs> it's single people is what I mean that like you know that are have shades to them and like you I just want to be with somebody fun yeah Yeah. please don't take yourself too
4: seriously and know how to use your words Yeah. yeah you know I mean, I've also been with people who I feel like maybe smoke too much.
2: Oh, yeah, for sure. It's Mm -hmm.
4: just like you got everything you got to do is high. Mm. It's wake and bake and go to bed. You also dream high. I I can judge that
2: because I was there at a certain point in my life in the pandemic. I was high for like one calendar year. But the pandemic
4: doesn't count. Like we were supposed to just be like sober the whole pandemic.
2: Raw dogging the
4: world.
1: Certainly not. No, 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 no. Definitely
4: not. People were doing drunk Zoom happy hours. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, you know, not. Not I said the cat, but mm. people were doing that right every Thursday or Friday or whatever.
2: Yeah, I mean so, it, it was just what it was. I mean you just got through the way you got through exactly. Um, well, you have no you have no opponents today, Matt, so you win.
1: I know. I kind of win. I guess I was the last thing I was going to say was like one thing I love, and you know that here at Las Culturistas we love a one minute countdown. Mm. What I loved was when you said you have to sell yourself for a relationship in 1 minute and it was very funny but also the three contestants like in 1 minute all felt like they were very genuinely like this is like what I offer in a relationship and it was actually really sweet to hear people like advocate for themselves root for themselves and I felt like how much in our culture like and how much in our dating sphere do we really talk about the positives about us and what we can offer. We so often fixate on the things about us that are wrong that are the reason why we're not in a relationship. And sure that there's like much to like pontificate on about that, but I think that something that we don't do very often is say, hey, here's what I offer. Here are my strengths. Here's what I think is attractive about me and a partner. Here's what I can offer you. And I thought that was like a really good way for you guys to end the show because it makes way it way. very positive mm-hmm. and it's very genuine. And I think that that's actually a very attractive thing. And so you leave with like this very uh, this idea of these people in this very positive, attractive light. And so I would flip it on you guys. Could you sell yourself in one
4: minute? Mm, Yes, we can. Easily. I feel like Dave's got to go first because I sell myself on that show
2: regularly. She does it all the time. Sure, I can sell myself.
1: Dave, sell yourself in In one minute. 60 seconds. We are going to do Out of Things, honey, but we're also going to do this. Dave, this is your one minute to sell yourself as someone who uh, should be dated. Go.
2: My name is Dave Mazzoni. I am an Italian-American with a heart... Of gold. Mm. I can cook. I enjoy cleaning. But Mm -hmm. more importantly, I know how to care for you. Um, Mm. I have been through a shit ton, I've been in a very long relationship. I have made mistakes, um, but one thing I know how to do, and the most important thing for me in a relationship is communicate. Mm-hmm. I will tell you everything, how I'm <laughs> feeling right now, how I felt yesterday. Right. There is no gray area when it comes to my feelings, 30 seconds. even if they're in process. And if you are looking for somebody who knows how to communicate, yes. I'm right there. Also love sex, mm-hmm. also very adventurous um, with traveling, love to Go different places. Also, 15. my parents are really nice. We have like an above ground pool that's really <laughs> cute in the suburbs. Um, what else? I just moved into a new apartment in Brooklyn. Um, Five seconds. I have big, beautiful lips and I get my hair faded every two weeks without exception.
1: And that is one minute. Hey! Wow. Hey! <laughs> At Dave Mazzoni. On Instagram,
2: yeah, come two Z's.
1: for me a, to a two Z's.
2: Come on, two Z's come over to my neighborhood.
1: Day. That was very good. Okay, Marie, now you have to go. Marie, sell yourself in one minute. Your time starts now.
4: How you doing? First of all, you hear my voice? It's sexy. <laughs> um, my name is Marie. I am fun. I am funny. I am fantastic to look at. I'm a good time, right? I read books sometimes but I'm not I don't think that I'm better than you I I just want to be with somebody who wants to have a good time I'm trying to travel I want to eat I want to smoke I want to bang I want to laugh at people together um, because I'm really good at stopping and staring and being mindful and being like why are you wearing them shoes I can cook but I probably won't cook for you Uh, I like to go out to eat you could order mad things for the table and we'll eat it and have a great time um, sex with me so amazing 15 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I'm a charming ass charismatic ass beach so if you're going out you're introducing me to whoever you're introducing me to your friends your family your pastor Five. they gonna love me you gonna love me and people are gonna be like oh my god you're dating her
2: and that's one minute <laughs> oh my god when you show up with a partner properly that's the first thing I'm gonna say is wow you got Marie it's like
1: you got Marie wow you got Marie, you got Marie. And 100% I'm can't. telling you
2: I can't I see it so well Okay Matt Is it your turn? Yes. Now it's my turn Put me on the clock Matt It's time for you To sell yourself Go
1: Okay I'm Matt Rogers I'm a blast mm-hmm. Um, And I will share Everything I have With you That's something I would say Is if I'm dating you And we are like In a good place I will make you feel Like a king I am a really good motivator I also like to have sex all the time I've even been told that it's an issue Um, sometimes like (laughs) I like to have sex at night I like to have sex in the morning I like to have sex in the middle of the day (laughs) that's Um, 30 seconds so basically we can be on your schedule just know I kind of like am always sort of available in that regard Mm. I have really fun friends you'll really like them and I think that I'm also really good at adapting to your social situation I can be put in any situation and pretty much socially be okay I keep together in terms of my body and my mind. I'm always busy. I'm actively activated in the things that I do. I can respect the things that you do too. I'll give you space. I can also be all on top of you. So that's why. Oh, See,
2: I agree with you, Matt, that like this moment always ends up being like kind of sentimental. We yeah. had a contestant two shows ago that was just like uh, he was one of our straight male contestants that we, we are hard to get on the show. If you're a straight male and, and you want to. Because
1: you were saying it feels like straight men walk into a situation like this, especially where you're the host, Marie, and you're like, you know. They just think it's a trap. They Must think I'm going to roast
4: them the entire time. Yeah. The show it's is like not a roast. Everybody's getting low-key roasted. Yeah. But like <laughs> it's not, we're not attacking any of the straights because mm-hmm. um, we need the straights. Yeah, yeah absolutely
2: but we had a straight guy uh, in the sell yourself say I am in therapy I've been in therapy for years oh and yeah the audience stood Screaming. up like yep. it was a standing ovation for the straight Well, that therapy. is huge Yes,
1: Screaming. that's also one of my things like if we're dating and I'm 33 years old now if we're dating you need to be or have been in therapy 100%
4: mm. like and I
1: and it's so funny because I only started like two years ago same. same but now it's like wow I know it's so important
4: well because it's like Therapy for me is something that like I never thought that I was going to do or need to do. You know, I'm a black girl with Caribbean parents. Therapy is Mm -hmm. like you got to go to church. Mm -hmm. But I started during the pandemic and it just changes how you think about how you feel. Yes. And like sometimes I'll be mad about something and I'll be like, well, why am I mad about that? And I'm only asking that because of therapy. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's like, oh, I actually don't even really care about this. Mm-hmm. Take your ass to the therapy.
2: Absolutely. go. Even if you think you have everything figured out, like I was somebody who, especially towards the end of my relationship, when that's when I started going to therapy almost every, like every two days I was going like for a okay, couple of weeks. Okay, you got weeks. good insurance. Well, no, I was paying out of pocket for my Ooh. brain and it was mm-hmm. really helpful because I was just going to her with like all of this stuff that I was trying to sort. And she was like, you're correct. Like you are correct. And sometimes when you can't write the ship, you have no idea where North is for whatever reason. It's really nice to have somebody that you trust and that you respect. I will say, I think you said this to me or somebody did that therapy. It's like therapy's for everyone, but the barrier for entry is finding a therapist that you respect that you fuck with. And I found one and I, I could not have done that period of my life without one. Mm.
1: Well, you know, this is an interesting way to think about It's like when you're talking to your friends about what you're going through, like, it's you in the conversation, sure, and you're talking about you, but also they're receiving it as a friend. And so they are going to filter it in a certain way. They're going to yep. filter it through certain things like, how do I respond as a friend? How do I respond as me who's also gone through something, who's not a therapist, and is it's not just my job to listen? Mm-hmm. Like, I can have an opinion on this. I can have a take. And that means that it's not always super safe to be talking to your best friends like this about certain things, especially because you are by nature of like the fact that you do want to look a certain way to someone that you care about and respect, you're filtering. With a therapist, you don't have to filter at all. You can just don't. You can say whatever the fuck you want to say and they have a take on it in the regard of their thinking about you. Like it really is just a space to really have a conversation with yourself if your therapist is worth their salt and they can sort it out what you're saying and they can spit it back to you and be like, do you realize this is something you've said a lot? Do you realize this I was is just something say, that is that a raw data. do you, What I'm seeing and picking up on is this. Like, you use this word. Like, I notice you look this way when you say this. A
4: hundred percent. Shout out to Lydia, my therapist. Mm, uh, my,
2: mine's Maria. <laughs>
4: loving
1: Stacy.
2: Stacy, Lydia, yeah, and Maria. Maria.
1: Mm. Honestly, those are all really good therapist names. Yeah, yeah, she looks
2: like Marissa Tomei. She's really nice. And Aww. Uh, I completely agree. She was like, I went into therapy to talk about, like, my career or some things that were going on with like my personal career life. And she was like, all you talk about is your relationship. I just want you to know we've had eight sessions. We have not discussed anything you're working on. All we discuss is your relationship. Mm -hmm. And it was that click moment where I was like, I keep displacing. I don't want to deal with my relationship. So I keep trying to push the problem into other places Mm -hmm. that are less fixable and that require less of a drastic life change in that moment. But when she finally was like, this is the issue and you've known it since the moment you walked in the door here. Yeah. I was like, wow. And that's when my life changed.
4: Wow.
2: So, well, yeah. I
4: mean, I dated Congrats this guy. i
2: on being vulnerable.
4: Yes. I dated this guy who needed therapy and I would tell him he needed to go and he refused to go. And finally it was like, well, you know, it's not my job to fix you. I'm not here to do that. I'm not getting paid to do this. Mm-hmm. Um, And so we stopped talking and he texted me recently and was like, I just wanted to let you know that I have my fifth therapy session tomorrow. Wow. And thank you for always encouraging me to go. And it was like... (laughs) It's about time. It's Un- such a game changer. Unfortunately, you're still dead to
2: me. But you know, bro, I was, was going to say, is you? he fine? Like, well, <laughs> <laughs> he listened to you. That's really I don't, me sober. It's just like, wow, he listened to you? He took action. <gasps> he, did, sorry, action. He, did, he did something? Wow. Sounds amazing. It only took him two years. <laughs> oh my God. I, like, I need yeah, help. I does,
1: doesn't it. it suck, though, when they become the better version of themselves after?
2: Oh, I don't know what that's like. <laughs>
4: yeah allegedly I mean he could still be you know
2: I don't keep up with the Kardashians as far as my ex goes but it's (laughs) actually what to me the harder part is watching them remain the same or watching them just stick their heels into the ground and be that person that you were hoping the whole time they weren't Uh, especially when it was all coming down it was like I just kept feeling like hmm Mm mm-hmm this can't be it. <laughs> and yeah. uh, when when it remains that way years later, it's like you just have to be like, well,
1: yeah, okay. You know, it's like I was showing Dave uh, Vanderpump Rules mm-hmm. and it was just like something that like Ariana Maddox said about after all that was she was like, you know, she was answering actually a question on Watch What Happens Live. and The question was, how do you deal with the fact that this person, even though they did something terrible, was someone that you loved for like, nine years, eight years, however long they were together? And the answer was, well, you just realized they were not actually that person. And this is what I'm saying is it's like, this is what's scary about dating is like, you can pretend you know someone else, but you don't. You cannot be in their head And that's where dating is really scary. It's like you are literally putting yourself out there, especially as people who are obviously interested in this topic, like the three of us sitting here because here we are, like here you guys are with this show. It's something you're actively engaging in all the time, which means that we are trying to figure out and wrap our heads around it for ourselves, probably if Mm -hmm. you actually were to answer the deep question. Sure, sure, sure. And that is what makes it so difficult is because baseline, it's fucking scary Mm -hmm. because it is the unknown Other people are always going to be the unknown, even when you think, you know, every single fucking thing you literally can't. And that is what's so scary. And that's, I think. Yeah. You
2: have to take people's word for it. You have to believe them for what they say. It's having faith. It's having faith. And when you're coming back from a massive trust break, it's like when you go into these things, it's like, how do you believe somebody? How do you believe what they're telling you and what they're presenting to you is not some, especially with our generation, not some manufactured sort of curated persona that they think is going to get you?
1: Yeah.
4: I think you have to go into it believing what they're saying unless it feels like they're lying. I don't want to date somebody and be like everything they say is false or fake or not real. You have to believe them to a point and you have to believe also what they're doing, not just what they're saying.
2: Yeah, yeah. Um, just got to follow your I mean I said it at the beginning of the podcast follow your gut and your gut always knows.
4: Sure. I've watched multiple episodes of Law & Order SVU where the girl is like she doesn't want to hold the elevator, but she holds it, and now she did. And mm-hmm. it's like, now, girl, you should have just leaned on that button because your gut told you to lean on that. Go with your gut always,
1: because you could be dead. Because you, you could be, be dead. dead. Rule of culture. It's, it's, 5, it's rule of culture. Five thousand. Lean on that button because you, you could be dead. dead. <laughs> and I'm going to put in parentheses elevator. Uh, elevator at yeah, the yeah. end, so will have context. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: Yes, baby girl. And
1: the resealable bottles makes them easy to
0: take them on the go. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, too, keeping us feeling
3: great all day long. Hey, try new Bubbly Burst. Snag a job is where America goes to hire. With the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring, with access to over 6 million active hourly workers... kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? job is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. You know,
1: but one of the toughest things about decorating my apartment has been getting things Finding a place that will custom frame all my beautiful art pieces that I have without breaking the bank has been close to impossible. But then I found Framebridge. we Speaking of rural culture and things that happen on this podcast, we're now going to do I Don't Think So, Honey. This is the one minute segment that we take to rant against something in pop culture that we absolutely mm, 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 don't think so, honey. Oh, no. I am going to go first because that's traditionally what happens. I'm going to ask Dave, my sister, to time me and call out at 30, 15, and five seconds left. Gorge. Um, I'm ready.
2: Your time starts now.
1: I don't think so, honey threads. Okay. <laughs> I understand us moving away and wanting to replace Twitter. Mm-hmm. I just feel uneasy because. While it took Twitter a long time to become a hellscape, it did become a hellscape. Why? Because you were giving people carte blanche a place to put any old opinion. Of course we want to be able to engage with each other on social media, but suddenly there's this like prevailing thought that like Threads is like a healthier Twitter. I'm like, yeah, for now. Mm. Like, I'm almost like, stop talking about it then because then the unhealthy people are going to hear about it and they're going to come here to Threads and they're going to fucking ruin it. And now I already hear about people starting to be mean on Threads. And I'm like, well, what did you think? It was the same setup as Twitter, which became shitty. Threads (laughs) is gonna become shitty. I don't know if you've seen Instagram like we're all talking about Instagram like it's fucking heaven and and Twitter is hell. It's not. It drives (laughs) people fucking crazy too. Why wouldn't Threads drive people crazy? I'm waiting to join Threads because I also heard, I don't think so, honey, that if you join threads Five seconds left. and then you want to delete threads, you have to delete your Instagram. I don't
2: think so, honey, this trap.
1: That's oh, one minute. Oh, well, no. So okay. this is so what I I heard. did hear
2: about that. I, ho- I didn't click the article because it can't be real.
1: I heard that if you get threads, the only way to not get threads is to delete your Instagram. That's what I heard. Oh, I
4: don't
2: think so, honey. I don't think so, honey.
1: And I just feel like, you know, my thing is like, yeah, okay, I get it. Like, Twitter's done. Like, it feels like it's officially kind of done, especially with the Twitter limits, whatever the fuck is going on. Yeah, like, I'm reading tweets. I don't even... My thing is, like, the move to Threads so quickly, it just means it's going to become Twitter faster.
4: That's 100% what it is. Yeah. I mean, I haven't... I literally just heard about Threads three days ago, so, you know, I'm not really... I uh, guess people don't And I'm uh, on
2: it. I, I, you, like, what, what's the vibe? Uh, the vibe is like no one's around yet. Clean Twitter. Like, let's just do whatever. But there's bots on there already. Uh. And, and no one really knows how to use it. It's just the thing of every platform is the same. Like, what photos do I put here? What is my persona on this corner of the internet? And most people are just going slut with it. Myself included, honestly. I don't care. I also, you slutty on threads? Um, like, uh toying around with it. I, I think I'm going to... I don't really use Twitter. I never really liked... Tweeting, it just felt like really contrived, and also I felt like I was writing jokes that I really liked, and rather than give them out into the universe, I was like, let me write these down and put them into my work instead of just blasting them out into the internet for no reason. I yeah. use
4: Twitter just to read what other people are saying and like things. It's so porn if for people me. look through my likes, I
1: don't know what's. I it. mean, I use the Lost Cultureistas Twitter with Bowen. We kind of share it. We don't have our own personal Twitters, and it's kind of just like a retweet fest. Mm-hmm. We're not really tweeting on there, and most of the time, if I am tweeting, it's like I'm, I have to be conscious of the fact that I'm also speaking for Bowen and I, and like he'll. Sometimes tweet from the account, and I'm like, sometimes I'm like, maybe it would be helpful to have our own Twitters just because we do have two very different voices, (laughs) even Mm. though we like both have the podcast. So it really just becomes a retweet fest, and neither of us really tweet Mm -hmm. unless we both have something really good. Mm -hmm. But usually, if it's about video games, Bowen has said it. Yeah, that makes sense. And if it's some dumb bullshit that's like broken English, (laughs) it's probably me. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Yeah, I think your readers know.
1: Yeah. Okay. So Dave Mazzoni, you ready to do I don't think so, honey? Yeah, sure. This is Dave's I don't think so, honey. His time starts now.
2: I don't think so, honey. Instagram meta jail that I am currently in and I have been in for the past six months. Mm. I don't think so, honey. Instagram flagging a post that I put on my close friends. That was a very vulnerable photo of my friend Corey naked in 2009, a 19 year old, which I captioned underage twink for sale. The AI bot has now put me into a folder of sex traffickers on Meta and now my content is unable to be shared. I cannot monetize all because my friend Corey he was on my close friends and it is ruining my life. You shouldn't have an Instagram jail. You should also seconds. use human people to assess posts before you just group me in with a bunch of people who are stopping my content from reaching the masses. I could be bigger than Antony by now but instead I'm in jail. I have sucked dick to try to get out of here only to find out that this person's sister who works at Meta is on vacation in Turks and Kinkos with severance because she got fired. (laughs) Yeah, I've done a lot of things to try to get out of here, and honestly, I'm tired of asking people if they work at Meta, but please get in my DMs if you do because I don't think so, honey. Instagram jail. And that's
1: one minute. So, you put up a photo of Corey, who was 19 at the time yes. when he was
2: just posing a little coquettish. He sort of
1: this little like ooh face. <laughs> and you <laughs> labeled it underage twink for sale. On my close
2: friends, which I thought was a safe space. I thought it was a private place for me and 350 gay men across this country <laughs> to share information and yet I have been a completely banned and been sent emails that I'm on my last leg, can't change my passwords, can't do I'm like, if, if my phone is lost, Instagram has lost me forever. I li- You know literally.
1: what I'll say? I'm very oh, sorry. Sorry that this is happening to you, but at least you know that if there are people who are trying to do crazy shit on Instagram, that at least they're on it. I mean,
2: I guess, but like,
1: (laughs) he's like, I want to be bigger than Anthony. But Like,
2: come on. Like I have content. I want to release readers. If you work at Meta, just like, just flick the switch. I swear to yeah, God.
1: Dave swears he'll never traffic again. I
2: swear to God. <laughs> my friend Corey is safe in Astoria. He's probably reading right now. Yeah. He's totally fine. God damn it. I'm crying.
1: Well, okay. So Meta and Instagram, please help Dave. Yeah. Um, like
2: let us out of threads and let me out of jail. We
1: need to see that cooking that is happening.
2: Yeah. There's a lot going on. There's a lot going on that <laughs> we could be
1: having. Uh, okay. Marie of are you ready for Adam, I don't think so, honey? I'm ready. This is your Adam, I don't think so, honey. Marie's time starts now.
4: I don't think so, honey. Flying coach. Okay? Uh, uh. Coach is a scam. Everybody should fly first class. I flew (laughs) first class for the first time last week. And beach, my life has been changed the whole plane should be first class and first class <laughs> seats should be first class. Okay. If you have a jacket in first class, they hang it up for you in coach. They throw it out the tiny window. <laughs> you, They don't even wake you up when that little golf cart comes by in coach because they don't want to feed you that little bag seconds. of chips that keeps shrinking every year. Oh,
2: I agree. The in, sun chips were small in
4: first class. They gave me a real fork, a real spoon. They gave me a tablecloth to put on my table. I said, bitch, yep. this is nicer than my home. <laughs> First class should be for everybody and I truly feel like if you make us flat coach, it's because you hate us. I am trying to live my best black bougie life (laughs) and being in coach is just like riding a bus with an ugly child kicking the back of your seat while you're trying to watch Coco. Okay, that's (laughs)
1: one minute. I will say, ever since I have a little bit of money now, mm-hmm. and since the beginning of this podcast, I did not have any money, and mm-hmm. I always roughed it. Like broke I, Matt is,
2: a, is such a fun Matt.
1: Broke Matt was me. For broke my entire broke life. Matt Mountain, yes. So broke Matt Mountain, mm-hmm. and so now, it. now that yes, so now that um, <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. so now I so now I have a little bit of money, and one of the things that I treat myself on is when I fly, I do fly first class, and the difference is. So crazy.
2: Astounding. Me sitting back here being like, well, okay, I was in the exit row on my way here, and I thought to myself, wow, comfy. <laughs> this is nice. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> I love all this extra But leg Going room. back
4: to coach after flying first class, I flew coach to LA, and I was like,
2: yeah, what is this? I don't think so, honey, going backwards. So um, I guess what we're saying here is if you've never flown first class and it's stay, really not something, there. just stay where you are. Don't let them upgrade you because you'll, it'll just be very hard to come. You're going to lose your mind.
1: Well, I guess that depends on the airline.
2: Yeah, also, I have AirPod Maxes, and those things, I mean, like a bomb could go off, and I'm listening to Kelly Clarkson Not on, on the top plane. of the mountain.
1: No
4: bombs on my
2: plane. Yeah. No
4: snakes on my plane. No babies on my
1: plane. <laughs> Listen, all I'm saying is, it's like, when you get that little extra check, how do you treat yourself? It's that one area of life where you're like, I'm choosing to indulge in this area. For me, that's travel. Yeah, that That is just, I don't want a situation where I'm traveling uncomfortably. That's just for me. So I will spend more money doing that than I will on like, Food, I don't really buy groceries. It's just like all these other things. Like, But travel, I don't fuck around with travel.
2: You also drop money on Broadway. You, you're keeping Broadway alive. This travel man, and this Broadway. This man buys five tickets travel to Travel and Broadway. vacation.
1: Yeah. I mean, when it comes to the economy, I'm a major helper when it comes to traveling and vacation <laughs> lifestyle. He
2: redistributes that wealth. It goes right back into the economy. I what? say, here,
1: take it. Here, wow. have it. Wow.
2: Call me the Eras tour. Have it, Moulin Rouge Broadway. Oh, Fiscally my God. Take this, <laughs> Chicago, again. one of
1: my great regrets is I haven't been able to go see Moulin Rouge Jojo and Moulin Rouge how dare I pick the show that you haven't seen Jojo
4: is in Moulin Rouge now yes get Get out out of me yes Yes. right Right
1: now now. talk about (laughs) another bop and a half Yeah. But apparently she's like playing Satina and killing it. You know who just went to go see the show? Luke Marinkovich, because you know who's the male lead of the show is Derek Clemens. Oh, yes,
2: yes, yes, yes. I know this.
1: This hot Broadway star who Dave and I years ago did a paintball gun bachelor party with.
2: We went to uh, we played paintball for like four hours in Pennsylvania out in the woods. It was actually really fun. I it shot was, Matt in the face. It was re-
1: <laughs> No, you didn't shoot me in the face. You shot me in the ass. Oh, and okay. I had a bruised ass. And uh-huh. not in a good way. Mm. <laughs> Not
4: you confuse his ass With his face No but know. it was
1: like It was like half gay men And half straight men Like all playing paintball together But the straight men Were like Broadway straights So it's that like Sort of frustrating Hot straight man That's like Down Is to he? hang with the gays No but they're not yeah. No And so this guy I remember Derek he, mm-hmm. We thought he was so hot He like changed his shirt In front of us And Dave and I Were like teen girls We're like <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: he he was and still is one of the most beautiful men, and he's also so, so gorgeous. A father now, it's really tough when he's, he's become. And he's
1: so talented and A father. And Every night really on Broadway right now, he is starring opposite JoJo Joanna Levesque in. I'll fucking... text him after
2: this. I would love to. Do you I have his number? What? Yeah, I like, mean, we went on a uh, uh, yeah, girl. I get the numbers quick.
1: Dave always gets numbers and he's also you connect with straight men
2: I do I do if I can access them it's like a big turn on for me I'm like I don't know it's like this weird part of me from my past it's like yes you can pass (laughs) (laughs) and that's why I'm gonna go back to therapy right after this I'm gonna call Maria (laughs)
4: <laughs> right after this break, we're gonna go call Maria.
2: This uh, is really fun, girl. This, I miss Belle but I'm glad to have you.
1: I know. i um, Thank you guys for coming. Like I said, why are you single? Is a hot show, and it's if you can't see it tonight at the Bell House, you can see it. Um, September, September, we'll September. Be back. and also now they're traveling uh, coast to coast like it's me for Dick.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, yes, we want to do festivals.
1: Just we're, do the show in LA. You guys should definitely do it in festivals. Mm-hmm. And just, I want to
2: do it in London. I feel like the girls will go crazy in oh, London for it for sure. And my favorite part of it is just hearing from all of the people who are submitting themselves. Like if if you, even if you're curious, like submit the questionnaire, let us know what date you can do it. And we would love to have you because getting to know all the single people all across the country has been really one of the most fun parts about this. And and we read
4: read all the applications and I'm telling you, reading reading them is like, Wow, it's not just me. No, yeah. she's just like me. I mean, <laughs>
1: even we were looking the other day, like at a couple of the answers. Like I was, Dave, Dave was reading me a couple of them, and it was just like I had to grab my heart because yeah. I was like, "Oh my god, people are so genuine and sweet when they fill it out." And I, I just think it's a really great show. It's very positive, but Thank also you, you drag each other, and we know a little bit of something about that on this show. So, mm, absolutely, I wanted to. What did you call it? Um, a signal boost. Um, this is a great show why are you single <laughs> and my guests were Dave Mazzoni and Marie Faustin two legends
2: Legend. and had a or, lot of fun I might come back to this town yeah you might come back to this town it's
1: pretty fun <laughs> 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 and we actually are going to end every episode the same way we do with a song and it's gonna be a reprise of something we sang earlier mm. <gasps> when you're feeling it the same when <laughs> nobody
2: don't want you but you know gotta let it cause let go cause nobody ain't jumping like it used to it my room, let too. it burn Let it burn, let Let it it burn, deep down you know it's
4: bad for you. you hate
1: the thought of it being with someone else, cause you know
2: that it's over, let it burn, let Let it burn, burn. let it burn. burn. Wow, so listen,
1: if you want more of Bird, listen to Usher's Confessions and DM (laughs) us with what that one lyric is none of us knew. Yeah. I don't know. The Lost Lyric. Okay, bye. Bye. (laughs)
0: and creativity visit crocs.com to explore the latest styles and gibbets charms. bean dad the dress 30 to 50 feral hogs if you knew what any of those were you spend too much time online and hey i do too 16th minute of fame is a new weekly podcast hosted by me jamie loftus and every week we take a closer look at an internet character of the day who are they